Now we're recording. A great deal of concern for him. You see, now we're going to get going. 77. From Atlanta, Fulton County. We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Purple color, I see. Then you maintain the status. December 7th, night. And a question of psychopath. TV, talking about the world and ourselves through what's on television. We got Crocious here. Hello, everyone. Yeah. Glad to be back. Haven't been here in a while. Oh, no. You haven't been here in a while. You and know? then we got things set here. We got the, the Crocious cam is back. <laughs> Hello. Got a Michigan, Michigan, Minnesota game happening oh, right yeah. now. Oh, yeah. Is this, is this probably second half? So real quick, Crocious, do you see that right there, that meter? Uh, not really. Oh, I mean, yeah, you don't yeah, have yeah, to yeah. see the exact. Yeah, yeah, yeah I see that. Yeah. I need you in the red in the when red you're talking. Of, okay, okay, yeah. Okay, I mean, I you right can you, when you yeah. when you're whispering, you can get into the yellow. Yeah, but like that's when uh, just your dramatic things. You see, <laughs> like look, like you see how when I do it, it can get down there. Yes, like that's But in <laughs> okay. general, I need you in the red. Okay, absolutely. I hear you, man. I hear yeah. You. But yeah, watching this game. This that, look at that guy. That looks like Opie. Look at his fucking sweater vest. It's uh, it's pajamas flack, as I call him. That's a guy who respects the game of college football. Oh uh, yeah. Well, again, PJ or as I call him, pajamas flack. Is that PJ Fleck? Yeah. Look at that chin. Look at the cleft. Yeah. Huntington what? Bank Stadium. Wasn't that used to be fucking TCF? Uh, God, it, I, I, it must have been some sort of fun. That's where the Queens played when old old Ryan Longwell missed the kick, right? Who was oh, the Viking that missed the kick? Uh, no, that was Blair Walsh. Blair Walsh. Blair, Walsh, yeah. Blair Waldorf. Yeah, yeah, he missed the kick. They played in that stadium for two years while their current stadium was being built, and it was actually like a home field advantage for them when they played the Seahawks. Oh, it was that blistering. It was I like mean, the Vikings of the sixties in the absent seventies, which was that's honestly as much as I admire those teams. Part of the reason why they got to the Super Bowl back then is no one wanted to play when it was minus 10 degrees. That, that's one of the, and so like other teams speed, namely the Rams had great team speed. A lot speed. of 16 it to got, 9 games yeah, probably Because it, it got negated. So then when they went to the Super Bowl, they played a team that was just better than them and they got dominated because they really, they were good, but they weren't that good. They, they were a damn good football team, but they weren't great. They just weren't great, you know, which is frustrating to me. Anyway, 
I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Oh, no, it's fine. We can go, we're watching some college football. I like it's really it. a college football kind of night. It's a Saturday. There's yes. nothing really on. No one competes with college football except for the Big Valley on Me TV. <laughs> Look at this. Ooh, oh, that's Cowboy Lee TV is that's finding Lee, is. That, that's Lee Majors. Who the fuck is that? The guy who played Commissioner Gordon in the Batman movies? <laughs> no, no, it might have been. But Lee Majors was the $6 million man. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, you know, he was, that he's was still on, alive. Six Million Dollar Man is a show I never got into because at the time, like, I watched all those shows, reruns on sci-fi when I would come home from school. So when I was getting home, Wonder Woman was just ending. Yes. So I had like 10 minutes left. And then The Incredible Hulk would start, which I was into. Uh, I was oh, oh, Bill, Bixby Bill Bixby and Ferrigno. I was, Keith, I'm so glad that I respect the fact that you like that because it's like that is a slice of my childhood. You know, it's, it's like, a great show that that, that fr- I would get legitimately bummed out when that song would play at the end. Dun, 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 dun. And he'd be like walking off into like the setting, like in Griffith Park somewhere like, oh, I, I was a f- circus freak. And now I have to go be yeah. a street sweep. Yeah, like, they they different it. trades. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I didn't realize that probably was all just filmed around Los Angeles. Mm. Absolutely. Uh, you know who it was? It was between Lou Ferrigno and Arnold Schwarzenegger to be the Incredible Hulk, which makes total no sense. Shit. Makes total sense. I mean, they, at that point, they were kind of on the same level. What separated Arnold beyond pumping iron? No. But when he did uh, Conan, Conan the Barbarian was like, I remember him doing like shows. He was enough of a presence. You knew him before that. But it was like when he, when he did, did that movie, he was thrust into like superstardom, you know? Look at the Dame versus Louisville. He was a fucking star. Wow, the rare non-NBC Notre Dame game. Do, do you remember, do, do you remember, uh, whatever, uh, God, who was it? Who was I talking Laurel to? and Hardy. <laughs> Stone. It's all it? good. Hey, man. Hey, man. But, uh, yeah, that's bad. Fresno, what, I mean, Fox, that's when you know the Colorado went early. They're stuck with Fresno State versus Wyoming. Yeah, I, I love these lakes. Collins disappointed in the rating on this one. You, you know there's some real gambling degenerates that are like putting it all on this game. Damn it, Fresno, you're undefeated. But they got to go on the road, you know, and, and they've been getting outplayed. Yeah. Like outcalled and stuff. They look slow, kind of. They, their linebackers aren't reacting fast. Like the, the RPO is Oh, Colorado's working. defense is like not great. Oh, it's... Listen, oh, were you talking about Colorado no, or talking, Fresno oh, State? Fresno State here. Oh, yeah. yeah they're they're just barely 24. I mean, these are essentially two unranked teams. Yeah, 24 is yeah. nothing to, like, brag about. Yeah, exactly. That's twenty. Before that, it was UAB versus USF. Yeah, it was UAB versus USF. Yeah, USF gets a lot of FaceTime. <laughs> they get a lot of time I was time telling her, do you remember when South Florida joined Division One? Oh, absolutely. Like, it was the a Bulls. big deal, and they were, like, 9-7 and seven randomly. Yeah, who was yeah. their coach? Wasn't it some like Greg Schiano? Like they got some good coach for a season to get them out of the doldrums. I really don't recall Central Florida. I remember them when they had Dante Culpepper. Culpepper was actually a quarterback for Central Florida, like in the late nineties. Central Florida has fifty thousand students. That's how big the state of Florida is. They have a school with fifty thousand students. That's a lot. Little MLB playoff that, ball, I, and you know that must just be broed out. Think of think of Central Florida. Does it jar you that the Diamondbacks are good? No, not really. Do you still see them as like an expansion team or are they enough of the MLB or do you just not pay attention to baseball I just enough? don't pay attention anymore, man. I used to really pay attention. I used to know about it, Keith. Dude, traffic was a bitch on the way home because of this game. Yeah, I believe it. was a little woozy. I believe Sat out the rest of that game and the second game. Because he's Mexican, my name is uh, Bob Costas. I hate cancel culture. <laughs> it's not... Yeah, who, Bob Costas, is he, you know what he thinks? What does he think? He thinks there's only two genders. 
and one of them shouldn't be allowed to play the other sport. <laughs> Bob Costas is a big no trans what, athletes what, guy. Why are you dying big on that hill? No trans athletes guy. Why are you choosing that? He was on Bill Maher's podcast. I'm going to go in Bill Maher's basement. We're going to talk about how we hate trans people. Uh, you know, Mars lost respect in my eyes yeah, the last year. His uh, what I didn't like about him is the strike. And he was gonna he was gonna just start doing the show oh, yeah. again, you know. But then the strike ended, which I am oh, happy. Another we were talking about Jed Hirsch yeah. before the show. They're showing <laughs> resurgence again. It is. Uh, yeah, you know what, you know. what was I saying about the? Uh, oh shit! I'll figure. I'll I don't know. We'll figure it out. We're yeah. coming. We're coming back around. I'm trying to find more college ball yeah, here. Absolutely. But yeah, you know what we're going to get into eventually. We got a little TV league, yes. TV history, but for the most part, we're just going to make fun of the world through what is on television. Yes. A novel concept. No one's doing it. Maybe maybe because it's not popular, but we're going to keep doing it. <laughs> I wonder why. We, what have we done to just no. make it? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, it's helping it's with the, You know what's dude. weird about shows like this is like it takes a chat. Like the more people that watch the better the show will be because then they can interact yeah and like like these streaming shows are all about interaction like yeah. the idea that we can do a show like it kind of takes skill streaming to know people oh like yeah. we do yeah 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 well we, we, how many how many views do we get a month again i think i've asked this i mean i don't really pay it's it's in the hundreds like con like between audio and video and yeah yeah, it's, it's something you know it, it's it's low level but so what you know i, I can tell you one thing it has still kept the performer uh, uh, a muscle exercise for me because I've been getting booked at the flappers. Oh, look at you, <laughs> king of L.A. over here. <laughs> for people, flappers is in a mall. Oh no! It is a. Uh, it's not the high class club, but you know something. It's it's stage time, and I need to get up on stage. So they got I'm a they got they got a room called the YouHoo room that That's looks like it, that looks like it's it's got all of the discarded items in there. <laughs> and you look around the room, and you're just like, by the rights, how bizarre! I I do well. I did well there in August. I did well there in September. You know, but you're only given five minutes. I I got to get up for eight, ten, twelve minutes. Look at that you know? true TV throwing a little playoff. Why are they showing it on two channels? Oh, the fucking. My boy hit a home run. Five nothing D-backs. Wow. Kershaw is getting just, bombed. Yeah, I just, mean, he's an old fucking vet at this point. Look yeah. at that keel over. That's a disappointing. He yep. missed college football for this. Yep. That was his quote <laughs> earlier because this is like his fourth consecutive start. Ooh. And he's like, it really fucks up my college football. Really? Because I think he's used to like having the weekends off, just where he's at in the rotation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, he's, this is the top of the first. Oh, my yeah, God. Dude. There's nobody out. Yeah, but the five. Here's the thing about no, baseball no. now: five runs is not a lot. Jesus like that's Christ. one inning. The Dodgers, the Dodgers can immediately come back. Wow. Hey, who's to tell these deep? Yeah, you, like ten runs is not unheard of now. God. How do you feel about that? I don't like it. You know, the I, bases I, are bigger. We had a we had a seventy forty guy, forty home runs, seventy stolen bases, first in MLB history. Uh, I do like the fact that they actually put it on a timer, the pitch count on the timer. I think that makes the game a little bit we faster. We watched Roadhouse on the show, but never a Roadhouse romance. <laughs> but again, has that clock worked? The, the pitch clock? The, has that worked? Oh, yeah. Has it made it go? Games are about 30 minutes shorter uh, but, on average. Yeah, that, 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 that's an improvement. Honestly, that's not that much time saved. But I mean, when the game, when oh, game from three, three, hours, hours, three, three hours, hours to two and a half is a big difference. I would agree. I would agree. I, I and, think it's and, what, and what's helped is uh, no uh, throwbacks. Like the pitcher can't throw the ball. Like I even, 
pitch clock aside, I think there's a cap. Like you can only throw back to the bag to like hold the oh uh, hold, hold the, the runner. runner. You like can only three do it, times. Like you can or... do it like once in at bat. Oh, oh okay. okay. And there's and there's no shift anymore. You can't shift your infielders. You know, that's it's interesting how they adjusted to the uh, analytics of it all. Yeah. You know? Well, it was boring. Just because yeah. you know some guy's a pull hitter, you're going to put the entire team in right field. No, I know. Like the, I know. You're, ru you're ruining entertainment for people. Absolutely. Wasn't that way when I was... You'd nobody. That's the difference, nobody I think, in generations. Your, your generation found defensive showcases entertaining. Oh, yeah. And you now know? it's just like, what a boring-ass fucking CTE fest. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 what do you mean specifically when you say that? Like, like with, uh, scoring points is exciting. No one wants to see someone fucking go back and forth not scoring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it is, uh, you know, but there's a tightness to it, man. There's a tension to yeah, it. Yeah, a zero pointsness to it. I, I, uh, I went back and watched some old uh, uh, A's games from the late 80s. I watched a game that I was at, game three of the 1988 American League Championship Look Series. at that guy. The, and, the, and the A's got down 5-1 in the third inning, and, but they hit four home runs. Ron Hassey hit a home run. I was at that game. Oh, Ron Hassey. When I was 19 years old. Ron Hassey sounds like a guy that used to yell at you for going in his yard to get the ball. <laughs> no, Ron Hassey. He also played for the White Sox, too. That, that's how, with a lot of, with uh, Dick Allen? No, no, no. With, uh, with La Russa as the manager. La Russa brought some guys over from the White Sox. That played for the A's. Harold Baines was a guy that he liked. He knew Baines was a good player. Did Baines play for the A's? He was a lifelong sock, right? Oh, he didn't play for the A's, No, right? he played for the A's. He got traded because he got traded to the uh, Rangers. Because Baines played for the Sox when I was a child. Oh, yeah. No, he, no, he was their best player. And, and I think he played for them until 87, I want to say. I mean, like Mark Vanna, I think Harold Baines was like, that was his favorite baseball player. He was a he very was a good player. He was a consistent hitter. Absolutely. Have you heard the rumors that uh, uh, Lincoln Riley might get a college job what fucking job is open what big job is open they put him in the fucking uniform i'm spacing on it but so he was the guy who's a coach of usc no i mean uh urban meyer oh, I urban mean. meyer okay okay yeah yeah well, i wouldn't be surprised what job is open he's right such now. a scumbag i do not like urban meyer yeah i do not fucking, like him you know I he's like, it, like that's fine if you're gonna like be the abusive coach, but, but like he's also you're a weaselly old man. <laughs> like he's so reverend about it. Oh well, his first name was Urban for crying out loud. You know, I mean, it's like there's there's deep kind of bad side. Oh, Michigan State because Mel Tucker's out. Oh, they're really? claiming the Michigan State's gonna go after Urban Meyer. Well, he might want to throw his hat back in the ring. He could be successful there. I know? just because I know Michigan State fans, I wonder if they would draw the line. Uh, who is who is the Michael Keith? Michael Keith, big yeah. state guy, big, big Sparty guy. Wouldn't it would be so wild because Drake May is the second overall prospect to Caleb Williams, same number as Mitch, same college as Mitch, but he's played longer. But it's yeah. funny how like he came out of nowhere and Drake May has been like a three year like no this guy's a stud. Yeah, like before Caleb blew up, it was all Drake May. Like yeah. Drake May's coming out in this next draft. Uh, Caleb, watching some of Caleb Williams, he looks the part, man. So like, many people a good have player. said, like, because usually the you generational talent and like they'll be like, only John Elway and Andre Ware were better. There are people who are straight up like he's the best college quarterback I've ever, ever seen play. Yeah. I will say, watching him, he just looks the part. You know, I mean, the, like, also just in terms of athletic confidence. He totally like oozes athletic confidence. There's a he play where he's, he's doing, running you know? to the sidelines and he throws across his body and he throws a rope across the like down the sideline while he's going out of bounds. Yeah, that's always an impressive throw, like across the field. Away no, from your... no, 
he was about to go out of bounds and yeah. instead of throwing it out he threw a straight laser across straight down the oh, sideline oh, in bounds oh, while he was fading out of bounds wow wow yeah that's a tough throw like uh, and it how was many almost yards? Like, was it like 30 it or 35 yards? Like, you know when you shoot a basketball kind of behind your garage? Yes. Like from the side and you shoot it over the roof and still net yes. it? Like that's how he threw it. Like yeah. he was going out of bounds and threw it like from out of bounds, but his feet were in and he yeah. looped it back in bounds and yeah. threw like a frozen rope down. I'm, I'm going to pull up the play. Yeah, yeah. How many yards was it, you think? Like uh, 25 we'll or 30 or something. I mean, like, you know, was it against? I think it was against Arizona State. We'll, we'll, two just, weeks do, we'll ago? just do Caleb Williams. Yeah, yeah, I think it honest. was Arizona State. I watched a little bit of that game. That was a fun game, actually, because I mean, you can totally see like USC has got some athletes. Their defense is trash, you know? though. It's yeah. It's followed them from Oklahoma, though, because he got the coordinator from Oklahoma and that guy like historically has terrible defenses. They'll probably get better, I would think. Because well, they're going to get that's the, That was the idea of like, oh, he goes to USC. He'll get all the fucking Tongans from yeah, yeah. from the entire Pacific Rim. will <laughs> yeah. all come to fucking. What? I mean, you I got to say they that'd be a fucking cool place to play college football. Buckus. Oh, it, we'll get to it. Okay. We'll, we'll do. We'll watch it after this. <laughs> That's cool. So yeah, yeah. Let, let's see Caleb Williams highlights because I, I watched. I was like, this guy looks the part. You know, he just also. I'm going to say this too. Just the way he looks in the uniform, he just looks like a professional quarterback. The way he carries himself. All right, let's do the midseason highlights because I'm sure it is in here. Yeah. Sue free music in the beginning. <laughs> Jeez, this is like a whole genre of channel of like dudes who make highlights of people and they throw sick ass raps. Let me go forward a yeah. little. I actually like it. When I a think play it like might that be happens. this. I think it might be one of these. Yeah, I think it was the Stanford game. Watch. This is it, I think. No, that's a that's, good one. That's too. still a very that's good, a good throw, one, man. too. That's still a very good throw. I think it was against these fuckers. Comes back. Boy, that head is on a swivel. It is really oh, impressive. See, it is. He can make. And now a touchdown throw to Brendan. He can make you miss. Yeah. Like and he's still got some size. People are saying he's Mahomes, but in college. Like he's at Mahomes' level, but he just needs to go to the NFL. Yeah, well, he's he's got a comparable. Although is Mahomes like six four two thirty? I think he's like six two or six three. Yeah, because he said he's six one two fifteen, which, and when he fills out, he's going to be six two like two thirty. You know what I mean? Like he's going to have some half to him with, with still having athletic ability. Wow, I mean I, he can throw passes like that and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> here, I think this is the one. Dude, you see this is the one coming up. This is the one right here. Okay. Uh, oh, we got to set this up. That was it. Oh, I'm going to cream my jeans. It's after this play. Yeah, look at that, man. You know that what I mean? The like, Colorado one. Here, check this out. This is it. The one coming up. This is amazing. Oh, watch. Oh, good fake there. <laughs> that's amazing that really is <laughs> that's like that was a huge play too man that was a good play like he kept it straight while he was yeah. fading out of bounds he like that's not throwing across it, the body yeah. but it's like oh it's a tough it's a oh, tough toss. It, that's harder than throwing across yeah. your body because throwing across your body just means you're fucking heaving it yeah that's like precision 
against nature. Yeah. Precision against nature. nature. <laughs> My new foot brand. Caleb Williams, <laughs> a man who defeats physics. Yeah, yeah, some of these plays, I was watching these two. Like, the, there's some good plays. If, he's, if like, the Bears like are bad enough to draft him, I'll pack Justin Fields' house up and move him out. I, I, Even if he played, because he's played great the last couple games. Absolutely, fields. absolutely, he's played fine. But it, I truly don't think the Bears are, are going to be bad enough to get Caleb, and I don't think the Panthers are either. I think the Bears are going to have like two top five picks, but not like one and two. Yeah, like yeah. there's just I don't think that kind of luck can be. Where like you have the number one overall pick, you trade it, then the team you trade it to is the worst team in football the next year yeah. and then you're the second worst team in football yeah. like the odds of that happening are fucking insane yeah the fact is they've actually played pretty well they played well enough against the donkeys you know i mean yeah they play and they i mean th th that chief game was a real bottoming out you know what i mean it was a yeah. bottoming out and i think a lot of that was the vikings and like they definitely got outplayed but i think a lot of that chief game was once they got outplayed and the coaching, it's really a coaching situation. They're the most penalized team in the league. Ugh. That's coaching. Yeah. They're like, and I think the lack of vision and coaching made fields get all scrambled mentally. Yeah. Of like, I got all these coaches telling me to do shit. I know it's the wrong thing to do. Like, it's. Well, what I've heard is they finally have just basically the last couple of games said, okay, just go out and make they plays. Well, they yeah. opened up the playbook. Yeah. Like, like, they finally just said, like, all right, we're just going to, we're going to let you do everything. Yeah. We're not going to limit you in any sort of way. Well, I mean, so far, so good. You know, I mean, I mean, that was basically a game of it. I mean, they were going to win that game because I mean, the Redskins were coming or the, the commandos were coming off of a of an overtime game against the Eagles, a tough game like that. They were dead. They played an entire extra quarter of football. You know, speaking of that, you want to go over some football ratings before we go into this? Because we'll do we'll touch sure. on a quick TV league, something real quick. Sure. Absolutely. Mick Tanglehoff, former as, as we know, until February, Sunday is going to be the day that creates the top five but yeah. it's always fun to look at until sunday what was number one and it's usually monday night football like let's look at this monday not even sunday night sunday night is sunday like it's yeah. it's oh. not the it's not the here's how we like the tv week starts on monday oh okay. so sunday is the last day okay. of television okay so the previous sunday is not a part of that yep. week exactly that makes so sense. sunday night football is eventually going to be number yep. one or two but right now it's, it's Monday, Monday Night football. football. Exactly. How many people get to watch it? Like six million? Well, think, right now because of the strike, they're putting it on ABC. But once the shows start, once TV starts, it'll be back on ESPN exclusively. What, what, what were they? Uh, hmm? Funny thing about the strikes, Matthew McConaughey was at the YouTube game. And he was like, honestly, the strike couldn't have come at a better time. That sh I, I needed a vacation. <laughs> I just almost died in a plane crash, yo. The plane just descended. Thousands of feet. Is that what happened almost? Then? Oh, he was on a yeah. on a Lufthansa flight that literally just dropped ten thousand feet Ooh. out of nowhere. Ooh. Like there, they have video of the plane. Everything, everyone's luggage was everywhere. Ooh. All the food spilled everywhere. Like Ooh. McConaughey said, people were like saying prayers, like they were yeah. saying goodbye to each other. Yeah, yeah. Wow. 
Wow. And then it just stopped. And they <laughs> Did found they get an explanation? They got like pushed into a downburst, I think. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, the, the, a lot of those microbursts yeah. happen up in the sky. Yeah. That one yeah, remember in, in Love Field? Yeah. There's a one in Dallas in eighty five that they got one close to ground and it just disintegrated the plane. You know, it shot so into eight point two five million people watched Monday night football. That's a lot. And that created a nice little roll in for uh Monday's voice episode with six million. Wow. Uh, let's look at Tuesday because Tuesday that. has more because America's Got Talent is over. So now the voice is capitalizing. Niall Haran back doing things. Niall Haran. <laughs> Neil. How the fucking English say Neil? Niall. The fuck is that? Another 6.57. So back to back six millions. That's impressive. Yeah. Because that six million I thought was off the back of Monday Night Football. But then on the next night. That same six million returns. Yeah. No, good. Because yeah. then it drops off back to four. The next the highest show, number two on Tuesday, was Dancing with the Stars, which shows you England's power. Because let's look at the, the barbs here. The barbs. Hey, look at, show me the barbs. <laughs> God damn it. What happened? Niall. <laughs> Niall, not Neil. Uh. <laughs> All right. So the barbs are what England calls their TV ratings. The barbs? Yeah. It's so fucking British. Oh, the it's barbs. like the British audience rating base or whatever the I, fuck. I believe it. Absolutely. Well, they got 60 million people in that So country, their version you know? of Dancing with the Stars is called Strictly Come Dancing. <laughs> Strictly Come Dancing. This is a strict. It is strict And dancing. the dude from that show, the sassy old man. Strictly. <laughs> the sassy old man just died. Ooh. So oh, they're really? like mourning him. Okay. So we had Strictly Come Dancing at 8.44 million people wow. in England. It's a huge show. Th that's, that's massive. Dude, if you extrapolate that out here, that'd be like 25 million people or 30 Antiques million people. Antiques Roadshow popping a four, popping a four mil. They like that in England too? Yeah. I didn't know that started out in England. Well, it makes sense. Like, ooh, I got an old antique from the time when I, I was have in Stratford and Aiden. A, a, uh, <laughs> an encrusted wartime bond. A war bond. Uh, it says here, you see, Queen Victoria was still, there was a shadow cast by her still, even though she had been I uh, have a for tuft, 20 years. I have a tuft of her pubic hair. Yeah. Uh, and then so uh, I, I went to get it appraised. It was almost fifth, 150 quid, but Survivor I was wrong. Survivor pulling four million. <laughs> it was 750 pounds. So as of right now, we got a My nice Irish? little, we got a nice little competition going on for second and third place because obviously with, Monday with Night Football has yeah. that nine million, and yeah. then the Voice, those two nights of the Voice are two and three. But then we got a nice four million battle happening here between uh, Survivor and let's see what else here. Uh, the Golden Bachelor, which is the Bachelor oh, yeah. for the Olds, that's yeah. clipping for. So, like so far, every day this week, the top show has clipped 4 million people, which shows you people are dying. It's people's instinctual uh, feeling that they know TV is back. Yeah. But none of the shows, they like, they're probably yep. popping it on being like, what the fuck is all this reality yeah. shit? Yeah. Like, there's probably people so disconnected, like, from their not work life that yeah. they don't know the strike is going on. Yeah. And they're turning yeah. on all these shows like, why the fuck do I got to watch Survivor? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. No, good point. Good point. Big news event this week. Big strike news is event. A, it's done, but the actor yeah. strike is still going on. Yep. So you, you can continue writing, but you ain't casting dick. No, exactly. Things aren't going to go into production, but the good thing is uh, I think meetings are going to be happening on the writing side. 
I think that Friday some... is going back to a path. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Okay. Friday is going back to a pathetic night of television. Shark Tank led the roost at 3.47 million people. Oof. Friday is going for a little bit. The tail end of the 2008, nine into the tens. Friday became like when cable popped off. Friday became like kind of a little hot night. Really? Because like cool people like that was like. I feel like there became an era where it was like people don't necessarily go out Friday night, like in not, not like in L.A. and New York. Yeah. But like I feel like they put Friday night lights on on a Friday night and it did yeah. well. But now I think it's back to like, yeah, you, people ain't doing dick on Friday. Well, you but I go out. Well, and I think that's a result of just you're pelting them with so much content throughout yeah. the week. Yeah. That like, did they really like let me relax Friday, Saturday and Sunday's football. Yes, exactly. So, I think I think there's going to be a a, a, de a demand, pent up demand for potentially new content. I think it's good. I I want to be honest, Keith. I feel poised. You feel you know? poised? Yeah. That we you know we we went went through a bunch of the list of people, and we're gonna we're gonna fan it out and see what happens. But that's that was the TV league update. Yeah. And oh then, yeah, absolutely. And then great. I'm doing a solo show Monday. Unless you want to join, I'm off. Uh, I'm doing a show Monday to finalize the week five standings. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, do you want to see what the standings are? You haven't been here in a while. No, no, I haven't. I, I kind of like the uh, graphic you came up with. I think it looks good. You know, it looks professional. I'm trying to put your back into it a little bit, you know? You can do it, put your back into it. <laughs> when did, do you remember that song? Absolutely. What, blah, 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 what, blah, 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 what, blah, blah, blah. I remember. You can you know, do it, put your back into it. Who is that? Oh God! I was that the fucking brother, Miss brother Elliot or something, brother love MC or whatever I, I the fuck. No man, you can do put yeah. your back. In. <laughs> Who was it? Why are you not? Oh, it was on the soundtrack to uh, what movie? The the one with what's her face where she's like a ballerina and she wants to get into Juilliard and she's in Chicago. Oh oh oh! And Black Swan or something? No, or? no, no. Like we're talking like. Oh, oh, oh. Was, was uh, it Jessica Alba in that? No. <laughs> Remember that one, Honey? She was like, I'm going to be a dancer. <laughs> She's worth like a ton of money now. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I can't think what the, what the movie so that was. that song is from Ice Cube, and it was on oh, yeah. the uh, soundtrack of Save the Last Dance. Okay. When did that come There you out? go. 2002? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I got to admit, I've been watching like Roper and Ebert and stuff from like 02, through the movies. It was like, oh yeah, I saw that one. About a boy. I went, I went on a bad date. About a boy's date. good. That's the, guy who did, uh, that's the guy who did fucking uh, Love Actually. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hugh Grant was Richard Curtis. Yeah. Full weddings and a funeral. <laughs> which he didn't direct. He wrote though. Yeah, absolutely. I so what, being big. So what I had to do with the TV league is, yes. you know, the Flix Patrol site that we get the popularity. Yes. yes. They charge now oh $50 God. a month for the weekly numbers, which means that they were so accurate that someone probably hit them up and was like, you need, you can't give this away for free. Wow. So you can get the daily numbers for free, but I'm not adding up fucking daily fucking numbers. That's too much math. Yeah. Too much of my time. So I, we're only four weeks into the league. So I went back and I just took away the streaming shows and I added them back based on Nielsen streaming okay. based on Nielsen watch minutes. Okay. Okay. And then what I did to make it more spicy, instead of just having the NFL dominate as one thing, I split up the shows because they're separate shows. So like Sunday night football is its own show. Monday oh, night. Oh yeah. The yeah. OT yep. football night in America. Uh, NFL on Fox, NFL on CBS. Because a lot of times what hits the number one yeah. spot is the overrun. 
which yeah. means the late game goes into prime time and like 20 million people will watch primetime television and then they flip over to Sunday night football. But what has been the highest rated of all those? Like NFL all those... Sunday night football is the highest, but yeah. right now suits is number one at 250 points. Then at 225, it's uh, what is it? No, two, suits. 215 <laughs> is Sunday night football. Then okay. Bluey is number three children's television show. Oh, Bluey, yeah. which you're going to hate this. I found out the show is blue and yellow because dogs see those colors so dogs can watch oh the cartoon. Oh god. And there's people who TikTok videos of their dogs watching Bluey. Like he likes the plot and he Isn't really likes fine? this character. Uh, he I, wags I, his tail when this guy comes and he growls when this character comes. He really likes the show. God. It, it, it well, you know, whatever. NFL on Fox number 4 at 115 I, uh, points. Ugh. Uh, but a nice little gap, 115 points, and Bluey's at 172. Yeah, so yeah, the NFL, absolutely. the NFL on Fox overrun has to score some points this Sunday, yeah. or Bluey is gonna fucking. I bet you it hit does. It. You want to know why? They got that Cowboy Niner game, and then they're pushing that game. It's a big game. And I'm know? not gonna reveal the streaming yet because those are finalized, and I don't want to spoil it. That's for Monday's show. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then and then we have the Lincoln Lawyer at five, Lincoln Liar. It's a Netflix television show. Football Night in America at number six. Monday Night Football at seven. Grey's Anatomy at number eight. But watch Grey's Anatomy. You watch Shondaland because the NFL is dominating until February and then February till June. That's Grey's yeah. Anatomy's time yes, and that's exactly. NCIS's time. Yep. To, to get their places back. <laughs> to and flourish. because of the strike, they're showing Yellowstone on national television this year. Yeah. From season one on. Wow. So that could be a new and it's on Sunday. So they're catching that nfl wave of the 20 million oh, yeah. people watching they they've been dude tombs uh yellowstone's been getting eight nine million people watching wow on cbs yeah it yeah. hasn't hit the league yet because the the ot and the football night in america and and a british show like uh strictly come yeah. scored some points last week strictly come, <laughs> strictly come that's what they call it uh, strictly come i say no but i <laughs> the fact that the word strictly is the adjective it starts or strictly i guess is an adverb maybe you know, but it is, uh, it's my, what verb is it modif modifying? You know, yeah, strictly come, come is in last place, 30 I points. Guess come, come the adjective. So, strictly, you must so be strict. God, NCIS, really? The Witcher, ah Ahsoka, which is a Star Wars show, Coronation Street, The OT, which is Fox's NFL, and Strictly Come Dancing are all tied for the final spot, 17 through 22. Yeah. And then we got just, you know, One Piece, which is a live action anime that's popular on Netflix. That's 15. Sweet Magnolia's 16 spot. Yeah. Sweet Magnolia is actually a show that's kind of right up your alley because it's that dramedy. Like, yeah. you can probably watch it and get some ideas. You know, I mean, we're trying to, it's more drama than comedy, but it's, you know, you know I, I'm excited about it. We, we got some things that we're kind of working on right now that might be. We'll and see, then what I've know? added, Crocious, are yeah. producers, the producers championship. So the NFL is dominating at 506 total points. And, and these are pro like producers that what the, the people who produce the television wow. shows. OK. OK. Uh, and what's what's here's where you can tell how the NFL saw how much money they were going to start making. So the NFL on Fox is produced by Fox Sports. Because they got that in 1995. I'm sure the NFL yeah. wasn't really adept at producing games oh, no, at it, that point. It, it, it was. Yeah, it, but yeah. they still let Fox produce it. Oh, yeah. yeah Every yeah. show since then, Monday Night Football, Sunday Night Football, are all NFL 
productions. Well, like I imagine NFL films produces them. Yeah. Well, so well, like they realized how much paper Fox was making and they were like, we can never let another channel produce these games again. Yeah. Well, maybe like maybe. I think ever since they're like, people are going to be using our shit. They're going to be using our people. Like I think Fox is the only show that gets to use its own employees to produce the games. Interesting. I, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know what I don't know. The, what I know is that all that television revenue is distributed evenly amongst. Oh all yeah, the teams. no, no, no. I'm not saying yeah. that. I'm saying yeah. wh who actually fucking holds the cameras yeah. during the games. Yeah, yeah no, it is. Yeah, probably, yeah, probably Fox. <laughs> on Fox, it's Fox yeah. employees, and everywhere else, it's NFL films. Well, employees. Monday Night Football was ABC. Monday Night Football definitely was. Now a, it's a, NFL. Yeah, I don't know exactly, but back in the '70s, yeah, you know, I was growing up. ABC did that, you but know? even then, that would have been that could have been because of a flip. ABC was not adept at producing oh. games, so the NFL was like, "Well, we got NFL films. We'll." We'll film the fucking game. You just broadcast it. You know? Yeah. I mean, it, it was, well, I mean, because producing the game is different than broadcasting. Oh, it. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like producing means it's your truck. It's your cameras. Your call. Your, it's your director. Yeah. The league has has uh, input on how the, the game is shown. Yeah. Like that's that's like Fox gets their NFL like they get to produce NFL Sunday. When I was growing up in the 70s, you could tell the major sports. You could tell football had the most sophisticated understanding of television. They knew how television worked. Baseball was pretty simple, and basketball. When was did NFL, uh, Monday Night Football come about? In 1970. So I'm reading a book about Disneyland right now. Yeah. And ABC getting hooked up with Disney. Yes. Is to, was to build Disneyland. Yeah. Like he needed the money, so the deal he made is he went around to all the TV channels. They all told him to go fuck himself. And ABC was like a fledgling yep. nothing channel. Absolutely. Yep. And Disney's deal for all the TV channels was you can produce, I'll produce movies for you. You have Disney, all of our shit, but you have to pay for the park. You oh. have to, you have to put up money to pay for Disneyland. And at the time, amusement parks were seen as fucking yeah, yeah, tobacco yeah. stained fucking yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> lawsuits waiting to happen. They were like terrible. Death, you no know. one thought this was going to work. Coney Island. ABC was so desperate. The dude was like, he funded a, a half of the park and got points on the package oh, and man. ended up being, it ended up being like Making billions the and rich, billion. the yeah. greatest thing he ever fucking did. Yeah. But wide world of sports and disney was an offshoot of that deal i could believe that yeah abc's wide world of sports is big in the 70s it, it, you watched that uh nbc tried making a competitor called sports world but it was abc's wide world of sports is more entertaining show people flying off the ski slopes and, and, and that was pre you know pre espn you know so yeah it, but again football definitely what was bizarre about football back in the day they used to have staggered start times like sometimes, oh, the East Coast games would start at one o'clock, and then sometimes they'd start at two, and then sometimes the Midwest game, like they didn't start all, they, of, and they would know? just kind of flash in and out of yeah. like, and then while we go to commercial break, we'll take you to the action in Baltimore. Yeah, and it's like, well, there's still like a quarter left, like it was not coordinated, you know. Well, Hallis was the only guy who voted against the national television contract. He wanted the Chicago market for himself because he knew it was a huge market. But they just said, no, you're going to accept this deal. This is good for the entire health of the league. Green Bay would not have a team. You know, it's just they, they Roselle was a genius. He was very much understood television. So but because of that production split. Yeah. Fox Sports gets a, its own slot yeah. as a producer in I the standings. It. I believe it. So Fox Sports is number four at 145 points. Well, the NFL is obviously dominating at 506 because they produce every other show. Yeah. Even the postgame shows. Jesus. So Fox Sports is all the OT 
and NFL well, on Fox. NFL Network also the thing. CBS, CBS on NFL on CBS. NFL produces all those games. Oh, they do. Mm -hmm. Wow, all those productions. Okay, yeah, yeah, interesting. <coughs> so yeah, but but again, so that's TV league. Now we'll go to the fucking Dick Butkus thing. But go ahead, you big can say news what you're again. Say. Big news is Dick Butkus passed away. Wow, which how is, did he not get CTE? Uh, he yeah. was a very lucid man. Oh, the whole oh way. yeah, absolutely. Although I think his legs, like his knees and stuff. Oh, they talk about it. They, I think they just fell apart. This is beautiful. <laughs> wasn't Wayne Newton. So what we're watching right now, in honor of Butkus and Halloween, and just being wild, 1985 or six. Yes. Oh, I'm wavering because of that hit. Oh my god. <laughs> Let me get a good coffin. I understand. <laughs> good job. There you go, buddy. Now you. I better. needed that. Absolutely. So they did a Halloween special about Dick Butkus because of the monsters of the Midway. Absolutely. Well, in 85, the Bears were... They were you know, dominated. They were the Bears. They, I mean, they were a... Listen, they were the most charismatic team of the mid... It wasn't the Niners and the Giants. It was the Bears in the mid-80s. It but really was. This thing I is... hated them. If you watch this show, you've seen Crocious lampoon <laughs> NFL films. It, it, it's part of my act. I, I do it at Flappers. I'm booked you know, on October 27th, and I, I'll do it again. You know. So this... <laughs> 18 minutes encapsulates and we're going to watch all 18 minutes and 54 seconds of it. absolutely this encapsulates everything crocious talks about in nfl <laughs> films the sketch the interstitials <laughs> the music what the players say about butkus well, exactly it, it's just so <clears throat> different the way it's presented now is it, the social media thing is so dominant and it's all about your fun this was the production and like they, they turned you into these sort of monumental men and it was the only way you found out about players Oh, I remember oh, yeah. watching one of these about Rocky Blyer. Oh, yeah. And about how he was a Vietnam veteran yes. and got into the game late. And for like two weeks, I was all about Rocky Blyer oh, and yeah. the old Steelers. Like, this would change. This NFL films would like how it would be how you, like, oh, I got to research this now. Oh, well, I, mean, I have to research this. Oh, the Falcons used to have red helmets. I got to look up more of these pictures. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I, it's, well, I feel very fortunate as a football fan, Keith, coming of age in the 70s, because that was when it first became the modern sport. The modern NFL was created in the 1970s. Mm -hmm. But I go back and I watch so many games that era. I've been watching a lot of Raiders, Steelers games, playoff games, and just like, it's just so crude. It looks, and these are the best teams. Yeah. But it looks so crude compared to the offenses that are run now. A lot of split backfield. You'd throw the ball maybe 20 times a game, maybe 25. Way more sophisticated. But yeah, now Crocious watches game. the Vikings this year and he goes, There is no passion. There is no vision. <laughs> there is no aggression. There is no fucking mindset in this football club. Yeah, I, I was upset when they lost the Chargers week three. I'm glad they beat the Panthers, though, because we got their pick. So, yeah, it, it is Thanks. also, oh my God, that. They're sitting pretty at the bottom of that division, the Vikings and the Bears. Who knew? I, I think you know the Vikings, they can win this week, but they make too many mistakes, man. They turn the ball over too much, man. They're minus eight on turnovers, man. They have been awful. They have had a turnover at the goal line every game. All four games, they've had a turnover at the opposing goal line. Three interceptions and one fumble. And at the most inopportune time, at the end of the game against the Chargers, that's what bad teams do. So I understand. They're not that good. I understand it's good. a game in hand, but I'm about to tell you a mind-blowing stat. 
Kirk Cousins and Justin Fields co-lead the NFL in touchdown passes. Yeah, but I don't... Cousins, and it's just because Mahomes is slightly down right now. Because why? Because he has shitty receivers. Because Matt Nagy is their offensive coordinator. <laughs> no, they have a rotten receiving core. Their receiving well, it's core because Matt Nagy's calling plays for them. <laughs> That's another thing. It's not Eric Bieniemy anymore. It's Matt Nagy. <laughs> yeah, the Vikings can win that game. But if they win that game, I'm they'll lose boy, the Bears. So listen to this. Right off the bat, my jaw dropped. took me to a Halloween carnival and... There, a gnarled old gypsy crone recited an incantation to me. A gnarled old gypsy crone. Let's hear that again. That's, a, that's amazing there writing. There, a gnarled old gypsy crone recited an incantation to me that's stay with me, lo, these, these many, many years. And Harry, doing it goes something like this. Here we go, here we go. When tis full moon night on all Hallows feast, the time has come they paid for fucking thriller, dog. No, that's not that. It's a thriller knockoff. <clears throat> I really bring your that ain't thriller. They didn't pay for that. They weren't gonna. That was gonna be expensive. Rip off your lip. Yeah, Michael Jackson was the most the famous person on the planet at, at, that at this point. time. At this point, he was the most famous person on the planet. Still black. Yeah. Oh, oh, he was still like normal. You know, I don't know. He probably wasn't. I imagine he had demons he was working with. You know, that he was. And you can tell it, it, it's, it's and it's supposed to be like, a like the, thriller, the thriller video. Keep the werewolf. It was a movie. It was a movie premiere where it came out in 1983. So they're trying to like the tap into grass. this. Because Does some like mummy come out from behind them? A hand reaches up. They're in front of a green screen. Here we go. Harry, the swamp gas is starting to get to us. I think we better go up to that house on the hill we passed, and you can introduce the Dick Butkus piece from... That sounds good to me. Bizarre gag. <laughs> Elmer f guys hunting, like hunting gags? Doug Scales Body Shop is pleased to announce the addition. Oh, and it goes on for far too long oh. like watch how long these bits go on oh my god absolutely i mean we're a minute almost a minute and a half in and we ain't got a shot of butt kiss uh, yet a, a minute is a long time <clears throat> oh and they hit a commercial break yeah. already so yeah. this is about 10 minutes into the thing what is this place it's definitely not a burger king that's for sure <laughs> you know this guy looks like he spent an afternoon playing against dick butkus uh-oh dick butkus was the most frightening linebacker ever played pro football the way he tackled. Now, at that time, was that true? Oh, he certainly had the <clears> reputation. Because you had, like, fucking oh, the Jack, Steelers linebackers. Yeah, Jack Lambert was good. Randy Gratishaw was a good linebacker back then. Uh, Willie Lanier was a good linebacker for the Chiefs. Because now, I, I would say Ray Lewis was more... Oh, yeah, Ray Lewis is very much like... He was the Ray <clears throat> Lewis of his time. Buckus, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, Buckus loved Ray Lewis. He didn't yeah. like Urlacher that much. I don't think he liked Urlacher as much. I think he, said he thought Ray Lewis played... like. Buckus was big and like well, Native Ray Lewis American. actually murdered a man. Yeah, that is true. Uh, Buckus was 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 a uh, was a big like Native spiritual sort of like he go to Native American like you know incense burning and like he was very into like. There's a funny story the warrior in this, side, and I'll you know? spoil it now. But when they get to it, so there's they flash a fact of what was the most lopsided loss because the Bears lost fucking fifty two to nothing or something. But they were like, but this isn't the most lopsided loss. The most lopsided loss came in the 60s. They played the Chiefs in an exhibition game, and the Chiefs beat them 64 to 20. Yeah. And I guess Len Dawson was jawjacking at Butkus, and Butkus goes, you may not care about me, but you almost killed that poor horse that has to run around the stadium <laughs> after every touchdown. And then they cut the Butkus, and he was like, 
Yeah, that poor horse was foaming <laughs> at the mouth. I mean, he had to run around, and he goes, and that Ooh. poor Indian, he was sliding off by the end of it. Man, yeah, I believe that, man. He turned every stadium into there was, a torture there was That was some serious A lot of live cultural. animals at games Absolutely. in the 70s. And oh, yeah. 60s. Bengals? Like, the, the Bengals would always have a tiger and stuff, you know? Yeah. yeah. You have that. Yeah, absolutely. Not a well-treated tiger, you, either. You, you had a buffalo for Buffalo Bill games on occasion. Yeah. Like, like, like they do the, from Colorado. The buffalo. The Colorado. University yeah. could still run the buffalo that. out there. That's pretty... You know, I don't know about that, but they do it. The dude who runs with it says it's so fast and heavy, you kind of just like jump and it pulls you. Like they're like, you don't run, you kind of just like kind of glide. You off kind of yeah. just like push off and it just pulls you along. You know, you only before the white man, there were sixty million. Buffalo. Oh, it was like the the original cow. Yeah, yeah, there were sixty million buffalo. There are, uh, there are. Uh, we took two hundred and fifty. We took care of it. There are two hundred fifty thousand now. Yeah. that's it, man. I mean, yeah, oh yeah. They used to be like all over the like the Midwest, right? Absolutely, and in South Dakota, North Dakota, and they're like docile. I don't think they attack people. I, I've actually seen a. Uh, I've pet a buffalo. Yeah. Uh, when I was like ten years old in Yellowstone Park, Get I went and pet a buffalo. No, I just I pet the pelt of it, you know. But he was like just eating. I, I can't believe I did that. I was a kid, but it was like, holy, this is a fucking buffalo. I want to see a buffalo close up, and he was just chilling. I went over and pet him a little bit, and then walked away as an eleven-year-old, nineteen eighty, yeah. you know. That, that's a little bit, you know. You know. But that's also because it, it had been beaten down. Butkus presence. It had been beaten down, but here we go. Wow. When that guy told them that they could put a graphic through it, I'll just make it opaque. <laughs> what they really needed was an exorcist. So I guess what you're trying to say, Harry, is Dick Butkus was pretty scary. It's huh? Harry Callis and anyone. fucking. Steve Sabo. Wasn't Harry, Harry Callis the Phillies announcer? Oh, yeah, and he was... He died, like, in the booth. Well, well he... Harry Callis... He, he and, and John Facenda is the great voice, but Callis is definitely my memory. Here we go. I looked to the left and started calling a signal, and looked to the right and started calling the rest of the signal, and I looked... That's a big head for a quarterback. Yeah, Pastorini. He posed in Playgirl. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like Shawn Michaels. Like in the 70s. Straight ahead. That's awesome. Here's the man you fear most in football staring you right in the face. What he said to me, I can't repeat, the censors would have a ball. And immediately my voice kind of quivered and started cracking. Because I was gay. <laughs> Is this Ray Mansfield? Oh yeah, if he was a center for he was the greatest Mike Webster played football. I don't know how good a football player was. He scared the hell out of people long. He told me he was gonna kick mine. Juice. You know what? <laughs> the first time I ever played against him, a rookie year. Dick was was an animal. I called him a maniac, a stone maniac. He's the kind of linebacker that when he hit our backs, head coach Seahawks, ground Chuck, Chuck Knox. ground Chuck. Because they just run the ball. Yeah, absolutely. Remember, remember when uh, Jimmy <clears throat> Jimmy Johnson got fired from the ran the football. Yeah, we got fired from the uh, from the Cowboys, and, and then Michael Irvin was like, "Who are we gonna hire? Ground Chuck Knox? What are we?" He was up. He was livid that that Jimmy Johnson got fired, and he called it Ground Chuck. We're just do Ground Chuck. Like he ran I'm back. We'd go back in the house. Yeah. He'd be talking out his ear hole. Seventy-five percent of the time, he ran. Crazy sucker. They won before the you could begin oh. to try to block on Dick. You had to. Overcome the mystique, and um, he this guy cranks his shaft to the, fucking Dick Butkus the well, whole time. Yeah, well, this guy was—he was the coach of Alabama for a while. Really? Oh, you know, absolutely. Went to Alabama. Yeah, he was like a Ray Perkins. Like this is uh, post Ray Perkins. He was the coach. appreciate this, but like I said it was years. almost like an odor because he, 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 he played under Lombardi kind of for four years. You know, they tried to hurt you. Here we go. You know, Here come the superlatives. He was just so competitive. Damn, read it, they put it in there. Long he wasn't black. I don't care no more. 
He was a total yeah, company man. Not only did he not want you to gain a yard, he didn't want you to gain an inch. An inch. An inch. Yeah. He played football the right way. White. Yeah, tight, well, he was. Un- dispassionate. <laughs> no, he was. No, yeah, he was, I know. Yeah. He, People he probably so, thought he was a showboat. Mick Tinglehoff seems like a real fucking square <laughs> in this thing. Tinglehoff yeah, was, as as you was one of the all time great in. centers in the yeah, history. Yeah, well, of football. he's a fucking nerd. Roman Gabriel taking it on the chin. Roman Gabriel. Look at the mud. Oh, uh, I, I love these. I love the old Wrigley, Wrigley Field highlights. I love them. This isn't Philly though. This is that, that's pre-Vet Stadium. Look at him just g- grinding his knees into the ground. Oh, I know. <laughs> that music, like the Wicked Witch is rolling in. That looks like my uncle Ed. <laughs> Dick Butkus looks like a Paisel. Oh, I feel totally, like man. everyone in the Midwest is like that. I have a relative that looks like Dick Butkus. Absolutely. Yeah, he has a t- he's Lithuanian. He was from Roseland. That's he's south. a wooden shoe. He's that, a he's a Lugan. No, 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 no. He wasn't from uh, uh, Amsterdam. I know, but Lugan is what they call Lithuanians. Really? I think. Is, yeah. this, is it the racial slur? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's Lithuanian. Grew up in Roseland. He never left Hagwish. the Midwest. He never left the Chicago area. Yeah, Born, absolutely. bred, played, died. Yeah, well, he, but he also had a Hollywood career. I remember him being in Gus the Kicking Mule. That's hilarious. Which is a Disney movie about a mule that kicked field goals. I loved it. There's a play, there's a there's a scene in that movie, Keith, where where Gus comes in and kicks the football. And I think it's Budkiss gets the ball in his gut and it's kicked with such force that it puts Budkiss over the goalpost. Like he goes in between the goalposts because he blocks the kick, but it That's goes so awesome. hard in his gut. I mean, I loved Gus the kicking mule as a kid. And there's a dramatic play at the end where I came like, It's a mud fest, mud bowl game. They don't have mud ball games. Oh, there, there's Billy Kilmer. Yeah. With an unrelenting That's the first year at Soldier Field. Oh, yeah. This is when we just, the guy's legs keep, keep, yeah. Listen to him. Listen yeah. to the narrator. Yeah, no, good. Dick Butkus played football with a religious fervor, <laughs> with an unrelenting obsession not only to excel, but to dominate and demoralize. <laughs> oh, Bam Bam Brown. Dick was not satisfied. That's Clint Jones. Was just an ordinary tackle. He used to be a yeah, coach. He went the Bears. to Temple. He went to Temple. Uh, he he coached the Bears. He was a special teams coach. I'm a Southern guy. Jew. Yeah. They're rare. <laughs> there are a few out there. Because football was never a game, but a street fight. A place where oh, the Steelers were terrible back warfare. then. Terrible. The Browns were the class, actually. Browns were a very good team. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it was ultimately the Packers. Was that that kid that eventually died, Ernie no, Davis? No, he, he didn't even make it to the he team. He didn't even play a no, game? No. He, he lem-biased? Yeah, he died. He had before. blood cancer, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had um, absolutely had um, leukemia. They would have him and Jim Brown. And oh, they would have been Kelly. a fucking I mean, force. They, yeah, the, they would have won Super Bowls. Yeah, you know, they would have won. They won a championship in '64, uh, but they probably, but they kind of ended in the late. You know who actually took their throne away? The Vikings actually in '69. They beat them in the NFC Championship game to then go to Super Bowl four, where they lost to the Chiefs. But about till '71, the Browns were a very good team. Uh, the Colts also beat Cleveland in the title game. To go to the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, yeah, I believe that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> Cle- Cleveland was definitely like, like a, a. They weren't as. It was ultimately the pack, but they won one championship. I read at they the time the that's why the Colts were such heavy favorites because they rolled Cleveland. Yeah, and Cleveland was like the favorite and to like go to the Super Bowl. Absolutely, they were deemed a good team. You know, absolutely. You know, they're well coached. You know, he was an animal. 
And he was a well-conditioned animal, and every time he hit you, he tried to put you in the cemetery, not the hospital. <laughs> he was not a homosexual. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is also, he ran like a 5 three forty. you know what I mean? The Paisal men jerked their crank to that noise. <laughs> <laughs> they would make us all not talk. Listen to them hit each other. He knocks his own players out. Yeah, oh yeah. Like the, the residual blast. Oh, that was a hard hit. destructive defender in the game. Look at that. He was. The NFL is filled with horror stories. Oh, this one is one. He blasts this guy. He's all stiff. Look at him stiff. Well, absolutely. He knocked Greenwood on a, on a punt. I remember, and he knocked out Warren Banks, and he was a full back at fullback. We had a good special teams player. And I remember Warren stood on the sideline crazes. I don't know. Who I am? Because is a blind side and just K on him. For Dick to run 100 yard dash, it'd take him three days. Edo Bradovich. He, he put it away at Mr. Kelly's. You know he got hammered at 20 yards. Edo Bradovich, in my, because he, the, him and uh, him and Doug Buffone did the post game. Yes. Until like 2012. Uh, is he dead now? Obradovich yeah, is, yeah, yeah. He just died, but he died before Buffon, I think. Okay, yeah. I remember Buffon playing. Ed Obradovich, I, his voice is always in my head. They need to run more line stunts, Doug. <laughs> they don't do any line stunts. <laughs> With the D line, basically? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Which, for people who don't know, a line stunt is when you, like, cross your defenders. Absolutely. You want and the, you, like, yeah. You want the offensive linemen to open their hips up because they can't hit you with as much force. So they can get by you easier. And, and Obradovich would say, like, when your defensive line is shit, you just do line stunts. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. it's an easy way to confuse the defensive, yeah. the offensive line. Absolutely. 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 They're not running line stunts. He would fucking yeah. vibrate <laughs> with anger. Anyway, I mean, nobody, nobody was quicker than he was. Look at him, dog. Look he's, at those knees. He's stumbling through. He's wearing knee pads oh, yeah. right there. Absolutely. I think this is a late 70s game, too. No, 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 no. He, he played in the Mid 73. But that's what I'm saying, like his, like the 70s part of his career. Uh, I don't know, man, because I, I definitely when they're, when they're playing on AstroTurf at home, that's definitely at the end of his career. I think he played three years and a half. I think they played in Wrigley until 70, I want to say. I could be 75. wrong. 75. I think they played in Wrigley until 70. And then they played on the Soldier Field in 71, 70, starting in 71, I believe. Okay. I believe. Like, I could be wrong. I, mean, I trust you more than that. I mean, Can we ask there. Alexa? Hey, Google, how long did the Bears play at Wrigley Field? Here's what I understood from the website ChicagoBears.com. The Bears played at Wrigley Field for 50 years, from 1921 through 1970. What did I say, man? More context. What did I no. say? I tell you, I can still pull it, buddy. I can still I pull can still obscure pull facts. It. Hey, do it, you, know, you know, leave your penis out of this. You know what <laughs> oh, no! Yeah, so okay. yeah. Ooh, geez. <laughs> I, I will leave my... Great hands. Uh, the man was uh, unbelievable. His whole damn life was football. Forget about it. Wasn't yeah, that's the lick, the upper, the lick of the upper lip is just the most buffoonish thing. Look at this. <laughs> His whole damn life. Look at that lick. Forget about it. Yeah, that's yeah. A, he was licking was snot off that lip. Yeah, exactly. Wasn't going to the local bar and pounding your chest. I'm the greatest. It was the opposite. 
He was very down on himself. Yeah. He would stare in a mirror every night and squeeze <laughs> broken glass into his hand. No, no. I mean, I think that he probably was like this quiet, like this is just yeah. my role in this world. No, like he, he was very like he gets into the, he he kind of breaks the myth about him being a mean guy. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm really not the tough macho guy that was only during the game, and uh, no matter how hard you try to explain that, it sure you were, you know. <laughs> so he's basically a pain in the ass. You know, again, I know him, and uh, <laughs> he's got a personality like a fried lobster. It's horrifying <laughs> playing against him because he can intimidate literally an entire offensive team, and I mean good teams. I mean good teams. Yeah, exactly. Gee, coach, he's scurring me. <laughs> these early, these early fa- when I was a kid, 1978, that was the first year the Falcons made the playoffs. They had 12 years of not making the playoffs. I liked the Falcons in the late 70s. That 80 Falcons team was good. Junior Miller was a good tight end. Alfred Jackson, Alfred Jenkins. I think had a couple of Alfreds. And Steve Barkowski in 1881 had the best years of his career. I think Barkowski might have had 28 or 30 touchdown passes in 80, which is a lot for that, for that era. Hang on, I got to Oh, for that era, man, I mean, you, you threw 30 touchdown passes like in 1980. You had a big year. If you threw like 22, 23, you were a decent quarterback. You were enough of a threat, but if you got over thirty back then, you were you were. I mean, you had you had gaudy stats. You know, I love though. Yeah, but yeah, this guy, those early Falcon teams were terrible. The Vikings used to beat them like a drum. Do you know that Dorktown show that I showed you? Yeah, they have one on the Falcons. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that, by the way, that show is that. That was a good deep cut, man. I got into that. I actually really like you because I I got discouraged because you were like. I know where they're going with it. And I was just like, no, this is like a st- it's based yeah. on the what they did, what the spine of it was is they're the winningest team that's never won a Super Bowl. Exactly. But the deep cuts they get into and how they keep the screen up with all the yes. different legs and the different playoff wins. Absolutely. Like and the, and the data graphics they, they have. Yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. Now they, one of the things they showed that this is this is mind blowing to me that I didn't know. I think they went back and did some pro football focus on different position players they had, like in the mid-70s. And there are teams who, to this day, have never had a top 50 player on their team. They never have had, according to pro... I mean, teams have been around forever. There's like eight teams that haven't had that, you know? Well, the Vikings had four players at the same time. At their whole defensive the greatest. line. Well, it, it, Page. It, was, it was Page. It was Mick Tinglehoff, the guard. Lars Eller. Uh, they also, Mark. Uh, Car- Carl Eller. And then also, I think it was uh, Jim, oh, Fran Tarkin. Tarkin was the best quarterback ever. He was the the Mahomes of the time. Yeah, absolutely. He he was totally, they went to the Super Bowl three or four years. I got, I got. And the fact that they couldn't win the Super Bowl. I liked the idea that in the 60s, Tarkinton was like, no, let me throw the ball. Like, let me, like that the coach they had was very stern, like, quarterbacks don't run. Uh, Oh, yeah. Norm Van Brock. They don't move around. He said Norm Van Brock almost made him quit football because he was such an asshole. He went to New York, it saved his career, and then the Vikings got him. He flourished at the end of his career with the Vikings. They show a lot of Vikings in this, because the Bears played him all the time. We had a rookie center uh, that was playing against him for the first time. And of course, you remember, Buck has grunted a lot and growled a lot when he was back up the line. (laughs) And we sent this rookie center in to to play for us. And the first time he came off, his eyes were about That little laugh he just had is him laughing hysterically. I'm just a stern Texan. I've been burnt by the sun. Lord, go, I, I indulged in entertainment. I got to go pray. No, Lucas <laughs> had him intimidated. He hadn't even blocked him yet. But he is a mean old cuss. Can you believe it? 
Yeah, I remember him having dark hair. He's like a total He's old just man now. Stroking, he loves Butkus. Yeah. Dominated a game the way no other player ever. I'll tell you has. what, he, he was interviewed for one of the one of the Packers America's rank, you know, America's team, whatever they had when they had like the, the teams that won the Super Bowl. He's actually interviewed. You know something? He was actually pretty good. Yeah. He was talking a lot about Willie Wood, who was an African American guy. Packers had one black player the year of Lombardi arrived, and when they at the end they had like twenty black players. So and he had to play with like, Willie Wood. He was like Italian black. Yeah, yeah. Was, and he was very much. They said he was actually pretty good. I'm actually fair. Portuguese, kid. He was actually fair-minded in that regard. So what's this? There was a couple of black players said they had never cried at a white man's funeral, but they did cry at, at Vince Lombardi's it funeral. It still wasn't full-on acceptance, though. Like those type of guys seem like the libs that were like, they're great athletes. I just don't like the uppity ones. <laughs> like the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I'm not saying it was woke. Oh no, I'm but, just but, making a joke. <laughs> exactly, but but with Bill Curry said he you know, he grew up in Alabama and played for you know Bear Bryant and Willie I'm sure Wood was Bill, a black I'm sure player. Bill Curry saw a hood or two. Well, well and, and I think also like he, I think he might have done a thing where he he drank a soda and gave it to him to hey you want a sip of this you know like a black man you know but but I, no that could be wrong on that but but I know that happened to Tim McCarver it was and like Bob a Gibson. goddamn Coca Cola commercial I'll that, tell you that. that that happened with uh, uh, Bob Gibson and Tim McCarver but I don't want to they just shared a Coke well Bob Gibson would you know because McCarver was a rookie and Bob Gibson would drink like knee high take a couple of swigs and say here rook here have a sip because he was a black McCarver's old man was a Memphis police officer what do you think his views on race oh, he were probably in 1960 his hide. my you know? dad took the belt out you know but but was Bill Curry he said. I guess there was a captain on the defense. Was it Willie Wood or something? Said basically took him under his wing and said, "Listen, man, you got a chance of making this team being a contributor." And he said, like that really inspired him. Like a black guy saying that to him, like it sort of like changed his view on black folks. That, oh, Listen, they can be a man, in a leadership. When role. a man with quick twitch muscles compliments you, you take that <laughs> shit to the bed, man. Hey, I have very <clears throat> few athletic triumphs in my life, Keith. Very few. I've got a few. Though. Dude, you want to know my biggest athletic triumph? I want to know. So I'll tell my. So afterwards. in my middle school, we had we didn't have sports. It was just a, it was a, a part of a racial thing. I don't think they wanted yeah. the the black athletes to excel. Wow. And like it was just it was also a poverty thing. They just didn't want to pay for sports. Yeah, they probably didn't have the money. So we had intramural sports. So after yeah. school, we would play flag football, and I was quarterbacking one of the games, and my best friend was playing wide receiver, and the game was going back and forth, and I was kind of fucking firing lasers, dude. Good for you, man. Like, just really, f I, I was good at leading the passer. My yeah. dad taught me how to lead the passer, like how to fit balls into windows, where like, just look at the route, and just know where he's yeah. gonna go, and yeah. throw the ball. He would always say, throw the ball where he's gonna be, not where he's at. Yeah, exactly. So I was great at that, and I remember it was... They had a clock and the clock was counting down and I told them like I set the play I did a, I, We were just like calling yeah. stick in the ground plays. Yeah, and then before the huddle broke I pulled my best friend aside and I go fuck that dude I go run a fly and hit the back corner of the end zone dude I'm gonna hit you up top like I yeah. need you to stretch. He was like six four. Oh, yeah Yeah, I put a pass up and he jumped up and got it like the fucking 79 NFC title game, like yeah, the yeah, imma yeah. like immaculate reception type <laughs> shit. Like I put it where only he can get it. Yeah. Last second come down. We won. It was so exciting. Like oh, for, awesome. for a year and a half, I thought like, well, when I go to high school, I'm going to play quarterback. Yeah. Like it hyped me up to think like I got it. Like I, I could fucking play quarterback dog. Yeah. And then I realized you can't play quarterback and be five, nine and a half. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you have to fucking work <clears throat> at it unless you're a sick athlete. You yeah. Can play me in high school. You could, but you have to be a very good athlete. I, I know with, uh, for me, what am I talking about? A compliment from an African-American man. I think I've told this story before. 
bo- you know, I've boxed maybe for four or five years. I haven't boxed in about a year and a half now. But I boxed in Chicago for three years. And when I was boxing that, I mean, I didn't know how to throw a punch. I didn't know how to, you know, I didn't know how to get my hips into it, the feet, the place. But I didn't know how to throw any punch. So it broke me down to the bare bones and working my way up. Well, my favorite thing, when I, and I did twice a week for three years, I figured I probably threw 500,000 punches of jabs, five different punches, jabs, straight, right, all that. So all the five punches, the hooks, the uppercuts, you, you would just basically be told a number. Three, two, one. So you did a three, two, one. Five, four, one. Two, and you would do that. So you would just yell out numbers. So you got your combination of punches down, just throwing quick combinations. And then he got the flat gloves out. And this is after me doing it for about two years. So a black guy from the south side of Chicago who, who was a sparring partner with Floyd Mayweather. Sparred with Floyd Mayweather because he, he put the flat pads out and I was punching I switched it, to the rosin. And, and I was punch, punching it so hard. He took his hands off and said, white boy, you punch hard. And when he said that, that was like getting a standing ovation because I was blasting punches and like combinations. I mean, I was getting Tommy. They call it getting Tommy gun when you're hitting those fat pads. Like I was getting so fast with my hands. That's dope. So that's the only time I've had very few athletic triumphs and that was one of them. So that was, and that was what Bill Curry went through. I had, I knew I was funny because black people would say I was crazy. You crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Good. That's good. That was always a massive compliment. Absolutely. You crazy. One time a black guy tried to fight me. And he got like, you know, that like, we were, like the chin. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And I made him laugh while we were chin to chin. And we yeah. were like friends every day after that. <laughs> You're crazy. You're a crazy white boy. That's what he said. Officials, he'd take the ball away from the guy after the play and shake it in the official's face. And the official would point it their way. It was awesome. I was working and Butkus came up to me and he started to wave his finger at me. <laughs> I sort of smiled at him and said, Butkus, I said, don't wave your finger at me. I said, I'll bite your head off. He, I'll sue you for lunch. I'm a lawyer, you <laughs> fuck. Perhaps you can tell from my accent, I am a globalist. Perhaps you can tell my last name. This is a part of a law firm. Uh, let me tell you six. <laughs> law let firm is Shack the I, fuck and you. I've never eaten a communion wafer in my life. So. He said, well, if you bite my head off, you'll have more brains in your stomach than you will have in your head. There we go. Ending on that one. I gotta admit, these teams though were so fucking bad. Oh, they were bad. He played on two winning his teams. Personality oh. to the impact of his tackles. That's so bad. Everything Their offense did was terrible. memorable. He, I think he says coming up, Buck has played on two winning teams, yet he never lowered himself to his company. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was a defensive player of the year twice. I guess they say too he would have been if they would uh, if the stat of the fumble was kept. He would by far and away be the NFL leader in fumbles. Wow. That like he caused creating fumbles. An insane yeah. amount of fumbles. Yeah. Well, back then, dude, I don't know if you know this too. Back then, teams would turn it over seven times. It'd be like seven to four on turnovers. He says it. Listen right here. He did not lower his standards to fit the company. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was Moby Dick in a goldfish bowl. Come on. Quoting Moby Dick. Come on. No one reads. <laughs> but I like that. That was like part of sport back then. His was... nine-year career stands apart as the single most sustained work of devastation ever committed on a football oh, 17 field got hit. by anyone, anywhere. Ever on the planet, <laughs> in the universe of I mean, all time. They just listen to what they make him sound like, although Any he was time. a great player. To talk about him is to drain the vocabulary of superlatives. 
it's like perfect. from your act. Absolutely, it is. You well, can use these. Uh, absolutely, the great Dick Butkus. This is so I'm, fucking lame. I see it in the in the a poem. In a poem. A poem. is a red. <laughs> a poem. <laughs> He's. I remember him being interviewed one time. He's a man of God. He, it was hilarious. But he, 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 he was. He was talking about. He invented like he the head slap. He perfected that because that's illegal now. Oh yeah. It was because of him because he would slap the offensive tackle and he'd ring their bell and he'd go get. They didn't keep sacks. They think there's a year he had like 27 sacks in a season. Oh, that like in the I'm 60s. sure that hurt your hand too. Oh yeah, but he but he, and he taped was, it up. He was interviewed. He's like, what? Why they made it illegal? He's like, what I discovered when I was young. When you hit a man or a woman, they tended to blink their eyes. So I'd hit them on the side of the head. So that's what he said in his interview. That's hilarious. Hand on the Bible truth. Hand on the Bible truth. If you've got any sense, you'll keep butkus away from you. Here we go with the... On September this is the chief line. 1964, the Baltimore Colts crushed the Chicago Bears 52 to nothing. Oh. This is This stat encapsulates... At least me as a Bear fan. Like, listen how, how much shit he talks about the Bears. And this is the year they were about to win the Super Bowl. Or the most this, this illustrates what an embarrassing franchise they are. In Bears history. Bad as this thrashing was, this is not considered to be the biggest Bobby fight Douglas. in Chicago's proud history in the NFL. Another earlier defeat is even more painful. What was the most humiliating loss in Bears history? Back with the answer after this message. We don't see the message. Loss in Bears history occurred in 1967 in a preseason game of all places. Yeah, they used when to play preseason games. Oh, look at Otis Taylor. Otis Taylor was good. He's not in the Hall of Fame. He had the same play against the Vikings in Super Bowl IV. He was a great, but he had like, you know, 300 receptions. But he averaged like 20 yards of reception. I mean, he was a sick athlete. Otis Taylor could play the game of football. 24. He was and great. Marcus, you know, he looked at me and he'd be cursing. This is you know? And he says, I know you don't give a damn about us. He says, that's evident by the score. He says, but you're trying to kill that horse that circles the field every time you score a touchdown. And that's what I said afterwards. I said, boy, we almost killed that damn horse because it, you know, it had to ride around that stadium. It was hot. <laughs> it was shy. It was foaming. And that poor Indian, that <laughs> he almost slid off going around the corners. The Bears were in somewhat Listen of a this. lather themselves as they became one of the first NFL teams to lose a game to a yeah. squad from the AFL. Yeah, the AFL took a it major seriously. propaganda victory for the new league and yeah. a disaster for the Chicago Bears. And a disaster for the Chicago it, Bears. Do you know what the AFL They're still did? there in the disaster yeah. area. <laughs> the, 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 what the AFL did was say, oh, let's go recruit black players. Oh! It's so Bears you know? that the AFL realized they were as good as the NFL by defeating the Bears. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, 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 they took it seriously. That's what they did this preseason game. They used to play in War Memorial Stadium. Boy, that Dick Butkus. Watching him was enough to make your hair stand on end. Boy, you weren't kidding, Harry. That was scary stuff. Whew. And there's more. That's like but hipster hair now, right? Would, yeah. would you make a, oh, a yeah. hipster if you had hair like that? It looks like he lives in Atwater Village. I'm, I'm going to take it. I tell you what, those East Side ah, cops, I've been going scary. up a lot at Ono Vino and like going up also. At oh, the, they're libs. It, oh, it, it's, uh, you know, I mean, you know, I have my thing. I, I, I can, And these people are funny, but because they're like, they don't want to get too, they want to be positive about stuff. Like the comedy is about nothing. I know. It, it, it's got, it's got, no, it's, it's, it's charm and soft. It's conceptual. Yeah. Like yeah. they're up there joking about concepts and yeah. not like anything with like teeth. Yeah. I, I agree. <clears throat> Just Again, like this. They're charm and soft. So, sleep tight, I got strong sleep. opinions still. I'm going to go up there and tell my opinions. That's what I do. <laughs> 
You make fun of their their shoes. Difference to compare Butkus with with Nobis, for example. And Tommy Nobis. The yeah. best way to do that, I guess, is to say that Nobis was a man. Well, I didn't. Who's Tommy oh, Nobis? Tommy Nobis is one of the all-time great Falcon players. He was the number one overall pick. He was a linebacker. Was he, so he was like their guy. Oh yeah, absolutely. He was the and I think he's in the Hall of Fame. You know. And he walked like a bear, and Butkus was a bear who walked like a man. He was. Uh, Coach the, the most unique of the, this is of a, the Patriots yeah. against the Bears. Oh, I know that. Yeah. He was a great wide receiver, too, he was wasn't awesome he? awesome. With, with, yeah, with uh, him. So he was like an Unitas. offensive coach. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, he was very much like, like ran his routes he with was, precision. And he was like a ball runner, wasn't he? Well, I mean, I, I think he was. I mean, he just ran good routes, and he had Unitas. He and Unitas had a total No, I'm connection. saying like as a coach. Wasn't he like a big run the ball guy? No, well, I think everyone kind of was offense? back then. Because I even read at the time that the Patriots had at the time, like a con they had like a conservative offense. Yeah, they had enough receivers to actually, uh, uh, Russ Irving Francis, Fryer. who just died this week. No, this is Irving Fryer in 85. Yeah, he played on that team. But they had Craig James. The fact that the Dolphins choked in that AFC Championship game is like, that would have been a great Super Bowl with the Dolphins. A rematch? The it would have been a rematch. You know, and by the way, the Bears would have kicked their ass. But Raymond yeah. Barry brings up a great point about what Butkus did that I have never seen anyone do since. The player that I ever saw come into professional football. The first year that he began to play, he began to do things to runners that no one had ever done before. In that he was uh, tackling these guys with one hand and stripping them with the other, and stripping them with the ball. I've never seen any linebacker in professional football before or since wow. who did this. Like, look at him. Yeah. He's like tackling it out of their hands. Opponents fumbles. The second highest total in NFL. Bill history. Brown. And if records were kept of fumbles forced, he would certainly own. I like those all white bear uniforms. Oh, so I they want should to go to that. Yeah, yeah, on the road. I used to not like it with the Vikings, but I like the Vikings one too. The, when he illustrates how many fumbles he caused, that's how you see that, like, oh, defense did win championships yeah, oh, back then. Absolutely. Because, you know, like, you could outmuscle something. Causing nine fumbles in a game, like, that changes yeah. the fucking complexion of it. Absolutely. Buckus, uh, he just scared me dead. I didn't know if I could play this game after watching him because. The ball would snap, and if he was pursuing, he played for those like seventy-seven I mean, Cowboys. Was a cuss word, man. He was. I, I, let me at him, you know, boy. I hated him. He, he sounds like a fucking. He was a cowboy. He played for the Cowboys in the late seventies. Fucking Dorsey Diggle Diggle He just died. He raised more hell on the field and got away with more stuff than any player I ever played against. Oh, gee, Willikers, you know, he was just <laughs> out there talking, you know, like a human. He, he was a. Gr he's he one of the all-time right greats. Oh, I know. Truly, scream and holler and everything else. And every once in a while, he go. And put a big honk. Wally Hilgenberg. He played in the 70s. No wonder they lost Super Bowls. This is your fucking linebacker? Wally Hilgenberg? His high watermark was 69. He looks like a stepdad. I mean, look at him. He's dead, too. Looks he, like he, fucking, had CTE. he looks like fucking, uh, who's the dude from Police Academy? Yeah, yeah Steve Gutenberg. He looks like a Gutenberg. Gutenberg. Yeah, there's a little Gutenberg in his hair. Hands or something, you know, and Stinglehoff would be snapping that ball back up to Fran, and he'd be getting a greaser. Nice, sunshiny, bright day, and we were playing, and we'd scored a touchdown, and I got up, and, and the center, you know, puts his hands on the ball. Their line was good. That Mike was at a good line. That ages the game, because Tinglehoff was also the long snapper. Oh, yeah, Now that's absolutely. a separate position. I, 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 you can, it's, the guy for the Vikings is 41, but he's supposed to be, like, one of the best long snappers in the game. Oh, they play for, like, 18 years. Yeah.
I think he makes like a million bucks a year yeah. as a long snapper. It's, it's, like, like, it's like quietly one of the most important positions. Yeah. What, it, what I've noticed, again, when I always talk about the differences, the kicking game, as they say, is the biggest. It's so much more sophisticated oh, well, now. It's like a, and they think of it as a unit. It's a <clears> long yeah. snapper holder and kicker. Back then, kicking was like... What the hell? Just like they, oh, we're settling for this. Like it's, it's also they would lo- the snaps were not weren't crisp. They'd like lob it back, so it give an extra step. Kicks got blocked constantly back in the day. They got blocked all the time because they didn't. Get, it wasn't quick. It wasn't. I mean, now it's like and very all precise. Of a sudden, I, I I thought he had a downpour out there, you know, and in uh, a nice clear day. And I look up and there's a nice clear day all over my hands. We go, Andy. <laughs> Look at that. This, this is them is playing a, the Bills. And he they tackle OJ. 44 to a 56 stack pow. Watch the play action. Let's go. Butkus was a crafty signal caller who utilized methods both extreme. Looks like that's when they went to the Orange Sea for the first time. Yeah. That's what, what, what was it before that? Was it white? Just white. It was all white. Wow, I yeah. want him to go back to the all white sea. I think the and all white uniform would be bad. It's illegal for a middle linebacker or a single caller to say hut. They can talk and call defensive signals and that. But Dick didn't understand that rule. And uh, he's always saying hut, hut. And uh, <laughs> and the ref would warn him. And he said, that's my signal to my linebacker, which is bull****. They don't have any signal like that. No, he's he's playing on that turf. And, uh, that turf was. Uh, that's like playing on this floor. It's in '70. Apparently, his doctor told him to retire, and oh. he played for three more years. Oh, what man. he's doing? I got a. I don't think he could walk very well. Supposedly from a doctor, end. I think. Uh, uh, from this somewhere. is a lame ass story. The, a doctor writes him a letter and says, "If this how, is how violent the game is, I don't want my kid to play." And he wrote him back, and it's just like, well. You know, you doctors on the soap operas, you're always cheating on your wives and cheating with the, the really? patients, so I'm not going to let my wife watch soaps anymore, because I don't want her to see that. Okay. Oh, let's see what Juice has to say. He planned is, hey, how are we going to handle Buckus? And even though he had an intimidating way about him, he also had a way of being in the right place at the right time. Yeah. He was there many times before the blockers were ready and did a lot the of Falcons what he did. Not only because he had the physical attributes, but I think he had a great instinct. He was one of the most instinctive football players I think uh, I've seen Grant. on the other side. Yeah. I would just look into the huddle and, uh, and read their lips or whatever. Because, uh, Like Joe Cap, you could hear the play. <laughs> and uh, every quarterback would say, you know, okay, red, right, uh, 48, uh, sweep on two. Make sure everybody heard it, including us. <laughs> exactly. You know, I bet people were dumb enough back then. Oh to yeah. Know, like they well, they can't hear us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, just that, fucking shouting the play. Yeah, I know, I know, totally. But the joy of plus the playbook back then. Seriously, dude, they were like thirty plays. <laughs> you did not have a thick playbook back yeah. then. Yeah. I mean, anyway, in twenty one, twenty one, we're running. That was the know? butt kiss thing. Absolutely. You want to take a break? Let's take here, a break. Baby Perfect time to break. I appreciate right, that. We're going to find some music here. We'll be back here in about, one, uh, well, 10 minutes, but I'll yeah. see you after the break. At Blue Cross Blue Shield, we've been protecting millions of people for over 75 years. It's what gives us the experience and understanding to help you find a plan that fits where you are today and where you'll be tomorrow. Get spring break styles for the entire family. Tees and tanks for just $5 and thousands of other amazing styles all on sale. Run to Old Navy. There are moments that define who we are, what we stand for, and where we're going. Made with pride, crafted with passion. Jeep Cherokee, find love again. 
right on the Gulf Coast. Beau Rivage, a feeling like no other. To succeed in our ever-changing, busy world, you've got to create your own brilliant website. Wix makes it simple. Create your website today. It's easy and it's free. it on that one, you chuck it on this one, you chuck it on your mother and you chuck it on your father, you chuck it on your brother and you chuck it on your sister, you chuck it on that one and you chuck it on me, bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do, what you gonna do when they come for you, bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do, what you gonna do when they come for you, bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do, what you gonna do when they come for you, bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do, 
she gonna do when they come for you Nobody now giving no break Police now giving no break That old soldier man now give you no break Not even your IG now give you no breaks Where Bad boys, bad boys What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad boys, bad boys What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad boys, bad boys What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come
up the Chinese chicken. You have a drumstick and your brain stops sticking. Watching X Files with no lights on, with all our maisons. I hope the smoking man's in this one, like Harrison Ford. I'm getting frantic, like Sting. I'm tantric, like Sting. Who's guaranteed to satisfy? Like Kurosawa, I make mad films. Okay, I don't make films, but if I did, they'd have a samurai. Gonna get a set of better clubs, gonna find the kind with tiny nubs, just so my arms aren't always flying off the backswing. Gonna get into my sailor mood, cause the cartoon has got the boom anime babes that make me think the wrong thing. How can I help it if I think you're funny when you're mad? Trying hard not to smile, though I feel bad. I'm the kind of guy who laughs at a funeral. Can't understand what I mean, you soon will. I have a tendency to wear my mind on my sleeve. I have a history of losing my shirt. It's been one week since you looked at me. Dropped your arms to the sides and said, I'm sorry. Five days since I laughed at you and said, You just did just what I thought you were gonna do. Three days since I live in room. We realize we're both to blame, but what could we do? Yesterday, you just smiled at me, cause it'll still be two days till we said we're sorry. It'll still be two days till we said we're sorry. It'll still be two days till we said we're sorry. Bridge my stadium, home of the Robbie. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mambo number five. One, two, three, four, five. Everybody in the car, so come on, let's ride to the liquor store around the corner. The boys say they want some gin and juice, but I really don't wanna. Be a buzz like I had last week. I must stay deep, cause talk is cheap. I like Angela, Pamela, Sandra, and Rita. And as I continue, you know they're getting sweeter. So what can I do? I really bag you, my lord. To me, flirting is just like a sport. Anything fly, it's all good. Let me jump in, please in the trumpet. A little bit of Monica in my life. A little bit of Erica by my side. A little bit of Rita's all I need. A little bit of Tina's what I see. A little bit of Sandra in the sun A little bit of Mary all night long A little bit of Jessica, here I am A little bit of you makes me your man Jump up and down and move it all around. Shake your hand to the sound. Put your hands on the ground. Take one step left and one step right. One to the front and one to the side. Clap your hands once and clap your hands twice. And if it looks like this, then you're doing it. A little bit of Monica in my life. A little bit of Erica by my side. A little bit of Rita's all I need. A little bit of Tina's what I see. A little bit of Sandra in the sun. A little bit of Mary all night long. A little bit of Jessica, here I am. A little bit of you makes me your man.
A little bit of Monica in my life A little bit of Erica by my side A little bit of Rita's all I need A little bit of Tina's what I see A little bit of Sandra in the sun A little bit of Mary all night long A little bit of Jessica, here I am A little bit of you makes me your man Keith Pazel, this is... I don't know, I couldn't come up with anything. We're coming back here, though. Absolutely. We are back, people. Uh, Hootie the... Let See, me find me, it back. Hey, there we go. To me, the... Hell yeah. We're watching 90s music. Ooh, Hootie. It's Hootie. To me, my, my big joke about this was always, Oh, I want to listen to Hootie Matthews and the Spin Travelers. That's what I would say. Because it was all just the same music to Yeah, me, we were you know? talking about how Crocious was unbearable during the late uh, 90s. Uh, terrible. I wonder not why no Harvey women Danger, liked me. Not know? a Harvey Danger fan. Uh, uh, I had visions, I was in them, I was looking into nah, the mirror. They were okay, they were okay, okay I guess. Hootie He's the Blowfish. a total country star now. Like oh, a total yeah. like conservative... He's a Carl Malone black. Huh? No, but he's shitty to, he's shitty to his ex-girlfriend, uh, Kate... Kate Quigley, she over she overdosed on fentanyl. She Kate was, Quigley dated him she, for a while. She, yeah, she she tweets about how she still he still like texts her shitty things. Wow. Yeah. Because she, yeah, did, she, she did bad cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I remember seeing her and seeing her acting. Uh, well, yeah. She's okay. Yeah, I, she's one. That's not a Beth Stelling. She's a part of the Rogan crew who like they thought she was hot. Yeah, exactly. So they taught her to be a comedian. Yep. And absolutely. now she's a very mediocre yeah. comedian who makes some money. I'm not going to claim she has yeah. a career because yeah. I think she also does the OF. <sighs> What's OF? OnlyFans. Oh, really? Wow. I mean, uh, so many people do. You wow. probably the, the person who gave you your subway today probably has an OnlyFans. Uh, uh, how how much would that costing for a Kate Quigley OnlyFans page? What would that be? Like, probably look it up right now. You want me to look that, it that's up? That's bizarre. You can do that. You can make a living off of it. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. It is just what what the society has turned into. It's great. Is seeing the decline of the Roman Empire in front of your very eyes is pretty amazing. Being part of it is pretty amazing. Because it is truly falling apart for a lot of reasons. They, 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 not for five dollars a month. <laughs> God, and so she just get naked for you and stuff. No, she like, probably doesn't do nude. She probably does like almost. Uh, a lot of these people, it's almost. There's fat. There's fantastic Reddit pages of incels just complaining about spending money on OnlyFans and not there being enough vulgar sex. God, you pay nine ninety nine a month. I want to see fucking dick and poop like. Uh, she just shows side boob for fourteen ninety nine a month. Like it's just literally God, a bunch it, of dorks complaining. That's bad. But they're still you know? paying them. Like you yeah. cancel your subscription, nerd. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what you can do. Yeah, the incel thing. That that whole life. You know, I don't think I had some incel tendencies at different <clears> points <throat> in my life, but I was still too social to truly be an incel. I, I can't. I, I don't have a hatred for women. <laughs> I think to be a true incel, you have to have a certain hatred for women, and, that, and that's not cool. God damn it. Don't do that. Look at Hootie, man. It's 94. He's in the city. 
He's hanging out in Brooklyn. That's Williamsburg before Cut, you know, taking over. Hey, there oh, you go. That, that's fucking Italian Williamsburg right there. Yeah, absolutely. A bunch of good fellas running around. I do there. not like Hootie and the Blowfish. Hootie Matthews and Spin Travel. I didn't like them much either. That's the year child. I started doing stand As a child. I used to think I was good. <laughs> I'm still something. I think I guess something. What channel is. Oh, yeah, this is good. No, I'm going to put USC on. The University of Spoiled Children. They're a good football team. Absolutely. I, I, that ASU uh, game two weeks ago, I actually kind of enjoyed I, I watched a chunk, like an hour of it, you know, like a chunk. What channel are they on, for Ooh, Christ's Cal, sake? Cal's terrible. Cal's a terrible college football team, I believe. The, the Beavers are actually okay. The Beavers. What channel is USC on? Are they not on television? It should be on. Maybe that. This is Fresno State in Wyoming. What channel is the USC game on? ESPN. Okay, here we go. Uh, okay, yeah, there we go. Ooh, I like it. Zona's up and they got the ball. 3-0. I like this. Would a Caleb throw a pick or something? They are good, man. Fafita? That sounds like a, sec a soccer regulator yeah. regulatory body. <laughs> the Fafita World Cup. Well, I tell you. So you are not a Trojan guy. No. I, I don't like the university. Sports that's my own. That's my team. <laughs> they, they they draw. Look at do you that's have a, to call them the University of Spoiled Children every yes, time? Every time. Yes, I do. So you're just jealous because you couldn't afford to go to USC. No, I, I am not so jealous. So I couldn't afford to go to. Although I tell you what, USC is a good school. It's a great school. I, I, having lived here for you know when I was working here for two years, UCLA you can make fun of the University of Christian Liberal no, whatever no, you I, call I, it. I call it the University <laughs> of Conservative Libertarian Assholes, but that, that's short. not right. He's not short by much. Why is that not right? Right, and USC is the University of Spoiled Children. Because How do you know these children people aren't working hard for their twenty thousand dollar a year semesters? I, I, I'm sure they're working very hard, but they're from the University of Spoiled. When I was growing up, it was Spoiled Children went to the University of Spoiled Children. OJ Simpson went to USC. He well, grew yeah. up. He grew up in a, on a hill in fucking Los Angeles or Northern California. His level of sociopath is pretty crazy. See, I, I, I mean, they got a little drive going. Was four, they're going for it on fourth and one. That's what you do. The analytics say you're going to oh, get it yeah, every time. Yeah, yeah. Good for that. I like that. I love the aggressive play call. They need to do that. Agrees with you too. Really gets my little fucking the hairs around my areolas moving a little bit there. Your football team needs a yard. Yeah. That's my favorite thing about announcers is you see the pursed lips when they talk. <laughs> what they they're going to really do is line up here oh. in a formation. They're going to gap up here. Georgia did to Kentucky. They destroyed 51 them. And Kentucky's a decent team, I think. Maurice Jones drew sort of they had an upset ball. Yeah, Michigan. They're, they're it annoys me when college football teams are good and they have no players that are going to be like in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> like, it like really totally my fucking ass. Yeah, most, a lot of those guys fucking, will, though, man. Who is that dude? That, I mean, they'll get in there, but who's the quarterback from the team last year? Tommy, T Tommy Gleason the third From, 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 who from Georgia. Oh, from Georgia. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wasn't that, uh, uh, what was it, Paxton Miller? Or yeah. Another? It was, he had some name like Dexter or something. Bo or Paxton McGillicuddy he, he, the fourth he, he, he or some shit. He had a total shit. southern name. Yeah. It was like Stetson Malone. Stetson or, Bennett. Stetson Bennett, exactly, which is such a southern and name. ass now. My and name that guy, is Stetson this Bennett. This motherfucker dropped 70 points on TCU and he's third string in the league. Yeah, yeah. How pathetic are you? Yeah, well, it's because... In hindsight, yeah. all those players, you should fucking jump off a building. You lost to a third stringer. <laughs> well, yeah, that 
that Georgia yards. team is just you, you get good just playing in practice there. You know what I mean? Like Florida State was such a pro. You remember Brad Johnson? Brad Johnson, quarterback. Oh players. yeah, yeah. Played for the Vikings. He won a Super Bowl with with the Buccaneers. He would only win against the Bears. He he had a uh, he, he wasn't he didn't start he didn't play in college and he was drafted in the ninth round by the Vikings because like oh well just because your practices were so intense you know you're going to be a decent player and he was good oh look they scored a touchdown Zona just scored a touchdown man there we go and Arizona is an extra point away from a ten point Jesus first yeah. quarter lead the USC's defense is awful yeah I'm shocked right now like they got I know it's Lincoln Riley's friend but they got to get rid of that defensive coordinator. Fafita gets one of his go-to targets. Noah Fafita, that sounds like, you know, it's term for smelly feet, but he's still got the ball down there. I feel like they got some athletes. Like, like they can actually Dude, move. the Pac-12, look at her. She's devastated. She's so drunk and was waiting to party. <laughs> no, so the kids aren't drinking this weekend? It's, it's family weekend. week. All oh. of the parents are on campus. Oh, God. Yeah, so they're doing the, the just stuff that doesn't affect our eyes. We're still on stuff. Of course they are. <laughs> they look at this, this, is, this is a longer pass, too, man. No, it's family out. week. They're high on their culture. <laughs> on their whiteness. We're just lit on being Puerto Rican this week. <laughs> I feel like these, these teams at like the Wildcats, USC. Dude, a lot when of I was a Islanders, kid, like Islanders the Arizona Wildcats basketball team was a fucking powerhouse. Oh, absolutely. Alan Terry or whatever the fuck. Jason Terry. Jason Terry. Mike uh, Bibby. Mike Bibby was great. They won a national championship in 97. Yep. You know, and then they got Dickerson, I think. Didn't they? Who did Kentucky? beat uh kentucky beat actually uh, syracuse and then they also beat utah kentucky went three years in a row with patino in 96 97 and 98 they lost in 97 to zona zona was a force lute olson was a good coach they made it to a couple finals they, they lost in the finals to duke i think they made it to a different finals i mean they made it to the final four like a solid eight to ten they're re-showing they were a good team good program they're re-showing the valenzuela jersey retirement about fernando was unique his fucking Charlie Steiner. Is, is he starting? Is is Fernando Valenzuela like on the ropes? Is he like no? Die I think soon? they're just they just need to fill fucking. Content. He's old. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was forty two years ago, man. You know he's the reason Mexicans like the Dodgers. Absolutely, because I don't know if people know this, but they bulldozed yes an entire neighborhood to build Dodger Stadium. They essentially told the people like, okay, we'll work something out to buy you out, and then they were just coming in with bulldozers. Yeah, that's why they colloquially call it Chavez Ravine. <clears throat> because of the old neighborhood yeah yeah but it's kind of like a fuck you colloquial like yeah oh we'll just call the area chavez ravine yeah yeah god yeah that, that was such a uh well, so what, mexicans what a scam, you know? hated the fucking dodgers until fernando yeah absolutely yeah and, and then the dodgers basically they were always cutting edge for well they did it with jackie robinson but then they got like korean players and high dick and nomo and a lot like, of mexican got, angel fans yeah yeah, and then there was also like Asians, and they got like guys from Japan. Chan Ho Park, I think, was yeah. from. Yeah, they would get like foreign players a lot, you know, like Asian I players. Keep things moving. He hits ball, you big, know, big Asian player. <laughs> it doesn't stop. Down well, there's some good Asian out. players, man. You know, oh, they, dude, you know, he stopped Choi yeah. for the Cubs. Yeah, Kosuke Fukudomi. Do you remember? The, do you remember the, the racist T-shirt? The Ichiro. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm talking about Cubs players though. Oh. <laughs> How many how many Asians played for the A's? Uh, Kurt Suzuki, remember he was, oh, he was, yeah. he was a catcher for that. <laughs> they, he was Asian. Uh, God, who else? Fucking Tadahito. Did Tadahito Aguchi play for them later no, in his man. career? I, I don't even Tadahito. remember. Tadahito. I don't remember. 
They fucking, always had some brothers on those their Those Eric Burns fucking teams. Ugh, I hated him. ESPN he was a big Fox News for. guy. He watched a lot of Fox really? News Clubhouse. He's yeah. an advocate for electronic umps, so yeah. I'm all for that. Eric by Target. Look at Caleb, just happy he's about to be a gazillionaire. Yeah, no Look kidding. at you, you fair weather fuck. He's because uh, he is from DC, so he's probably a Orioles fan. Oh god! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say you got to. No, he's old enough for the Nationals to have he, been there yeah, the yeah. whole time. He, he looks the part, man. Yeah, he, but he looks. Doesn't he look? Like, you can tell he's going to be a stud athlete when he. You know what's going to be dope about him being a stud man athlete in the NFL? He paints his fingernails. He's like totally femme. <laughs> and they're down ten. Huh? He's a vegetarian. He's a vegetarian, but Fields yeah. is a vegan. You have to. That's be. why they're not successful. They don't there indulge red in the meat. How do you not know how to seek blood on the field if you don't <laughs> seek it in your sustenance? Yeah, no. The fact is, uh, you're eating the right. You're eating the right way. If you want to sustain your body, you're going to be healthier for a longer period of time. It's going to help your recovery. Uh, uh, you got to get the carbs, dude. Out. I was just thinking, the shape I'm in right now, the force. If I ran like they did. The force that my fat would have as it slammed down, that yeah, would hurt. Yeah. Like, I'd probably pull a muscle just from my titty flopping. Oh, yeah, your lower back and shit. On, yeah. like, a run. Like, if I had to, like, stop yeah. and my titty flopped, I would be like, ugh. It would tear my pec from the force of the titty yeah, falling. I could believe it, man. I I went to uh, Get the fuck out I, of I went to the gym yesterday, and I've been going there since February. It was my 54th time going there. And I've been jogging. I haven't been by. I've been just jogging a ton. Like this? And I've been I've been I've been going about forty to forty minutes. I can jog straight, and it's uh, you work your ass off. You sweat your ass. I've lost fourteen pounds. You know, I was two thirty two, and I'm two eighteen. That's so I'm, good. I'm glad about losing that. the water weight. Eat, yeah. a, eat a little bit of popcorn, you'll gain that back. Yeah, you know, but but my, my diet trying to make decent. weight. Crocious is trying to make weight. Well, you know, I just feel like the best weight for me is like two ten. I need to lose about eight to ten more pounds. And then I'm going to feel actually pretty damn good, you know? So anyway, but it, it just, I've been running it off. That's all I've been doing. Just sweat my balls off. I love, I love that true sweat when it's dripping off your face. That's when you're truly working out, I think, you know? But eventually they're going to catch rhythm. They're going to get hot. Yeah. I want to see what USC, what their response drivers. This would be great if they had a touchdown on this play. Just fling one. Yeah. Just say, yeah, you scored your 10 points. Just take United Airlines field by storm. That DN's big for Arizona. Dude, they're all fucking huge, but slender. I know. It's weird. They're like. Time throws. incomplete. Off the hands of Washington. Wow. And USC has had the ball three times in the first USC's quarter. USC's playing like ass. You can always tell when the announcers are disappointed because they thought the game was going to be good. Yeah. Ah, shit. We might yeah. have to actually do a little work here tonight. The, the, they'll heat up. They're going to heat it. But it's, it's, it's in the first quarter. They don't care until the second half. You know, they'll just they'll flip the switch. They know what they are. They'll flip that. You know. Tell you what, this secondary for the Wildcats is playing great early in the ballgame. That was a little fucking boot right there. It was, absolutely. <laughs> that was a major punt, man. It was a good punt. Look at that. Missed tackles like a motherfucker. Flag, though, so well, I think yeah, it's coming much back. Much of this return it's is yeah. going to come it's backwards. Zona had a good football team like in the 90s. Teddy Bruschi played there. Uh, Desert Storm was it, or Desert Swarm was the name of their defense. Get the fuck out like of here. Like they were in a Rose Bowl like in 93, I want to say, or like 90. Oh, no, a, a Fiesta Bowl. They had some decent. Do you remember, remember the movie uh, 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 with Keanu Reeves and certain, uh, uh, not High Speed? What's it called again? 
Speed? Speed. Yes, that's what it was. Jesus Christ. With speed. <laughs> and, and it was... Uh, Not high speed. That was a pinball it, yeah. game. A pinball game. High speed. But the uh, but there's a scene where, you know, the bad guy's played by uh, Dennis Hopper. And he's like, that wildcat behind the wheel. Because he... And that's when Reeves figures out that there's actually a camera on the, on the bus. And, and, you know, and he sees it. Oh, my God. Because he'd seen the wildcat emblem on her sweatshirt. Okay. So she was an Arizona wildcat. So, oh, they got a good football team, right? That was the line that... Uh, that the Reeves had, you know, I don't know if I think so, you know, and then that's when he figured out, oh my God, he's got the camera on the mirror, but we had this both like camera. showing, it's like replaying the footage. Yeah, exactly. Hopper realizes he's been foiled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rah! They figure that can out. Tune it down. Absolutely. The nineties always had a movie where the villain was eating some sort of substance out of a can <laughs> with a like fork spam or to, something. To, to represent how on the lamb they were. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in an undisclosed location. See, I'm eating food out of a tin can <laughs> that's haphazardly open. Cause I don't have a proper can opening device. Uh, uh, that was when Hopper was doing everything. He loved doing bad guys. He loved playing dark. Well, to him, again, his comeback was Blue Velvet. Because you got to realize, he, he didn't act for about seven years because he was a here. raging alcoholic drug addict. He had severe... Really? Oh. Hopper, he said at the height of his addictions, he would drink a case of beer, oh. a case of beer, a fifth of whiskey on top of being a junkie and a cokehead every day. So, Crow, you know, we're on Hallmark. What do you, based off this title, what do you think we got here? Three God. bed, two bath, one ghost. So it's a Halloween themed show, obviously. Yes. And I'm guessing it's a bed a and woman, breakfast. It's a bed and breakfast. Absolutely. I was going to say. Or a, a small town inn. Yeah, exactly. In like, and I'm going to guess it's like in Massachusetts. What's up? A real estate agent. A real estate agent. Yeah. yeah maybe. Good maybe. call. That's a good one. Yeah. But I'm guessing it might be like in Massachusetts to the ghost thing, maybe. Oh, so it's does in, she you know, own England. the property? Is she She's going? Selling huh? She's selling She's it. She's selling the property. And it's got a ghost. And got a ghost. I think Larry uh, yeah, might have nailed yeah, it. Yeah, good job. I like that. I go with that. Refusing to leave a newly listed home, a ghost becomes convinced she cannot pass over until she gets a woman back together with her ex. Told you, real estate agent. Oh. <laughs> God, that's fine. Like this whole like matchmaker thing. Oh. The echo you hear in the background of these movies. They have no. They don't know how to fill the environment. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think they literally make a little like a corner of a set and they just film it. There. Well, you know what I mean? this it's is an active office. They rent office space. Oh, like, yeah. They got four days to shoot these scenes, and they come in and do it quickly, and they just like, hey, we got to yeah. get this. Yeah, they have had. They like just a shell of an office they absolutely. don't they, they don't want to show details because they have none exactly exactly focus on the actors you know focus on them make them blur attractive. the background yeah have yeah. have some background people walking around yeah, shuffling papers to represent the chaos in, in the office. office yeah two or three folks do that you know if there's someone here i'm gonna call the police i'm going to go loco because i'm latin oh, bro god so this is like Disney Haunted Mansion. I wonder what kind of special effects, if there even is a ghost, Ooh. or if it ends up just turning into a regular person. Like, how do they represent this ghost? It's probably her. I bet you it's another version of her. Oh, here we go. Come I on. overdosed on linalool or whatever the <laughs> yeah, fuck they drank back then. Yeah, yeah, Eugene O'Neill play. Fucking laudanum. <laughs> Weird liquid potions and shit. Do you have the lithium? No, the question is, what are you doing, toots? This is my house. I Ooh, live here. She's running a... She's a you lady do? of the evening. Since when? Ooh. Since 1921. Ah, uh, they're going period well, piece. 
Well, don't you know, Fisk is still president, you know, or whatever the no. fucking old, whatever, Polk or whatever the fuck. No, you know who would have been president The Teapot then? Dome guy? Uh, yeah, the, he's supposed to be deemed one of the worst. Hoover. Totally corrupt. Not Hoover. It was actually from Ohio. I should know enough. A Harding. Warren G. Harding. Was he the Teapot Dome he, guy? Absolutely. He just basically- A pot, a chicken for every pot. No, no, no. What it was is it was in, in Wyoming. There were a bunch of, uh, you know, permits that were going to be given for oil, people prospecting for oil. And, and he was basically bribed to give them to certain companies. And then also he was, I mean, notoriously corrupt. He had cronies around everywhere. He was not a, uh, a visionary man. There's rumors that he died in office that his, his wife may have killed him. That's actually, awesome. Because he was under, he had like two or three bad scandals going on. Wasn't it Taft that lodged himself into a bathtub? Didn't he die in the <laughs> yeah, bath? That might have, because he weighed over 300 yeah. pounds, I think. You know, that something like that happened with him. You know, there was a lot of weird old 19th century deaths. Yeah. William Henry Harrison gave too long of a speech during his inauguration, and it was like snowing and kind of raining. He got pneumonia and died a month Dude, later. Dude, I bet, I bet we've had a president that died of the vapors. Yeah, well, yeah, Damn. which are back in the day. Well, some of those blue bloods lived for a while. Thomas Jefferson and John Quincy Adams were in their 80s when they died. They died on yeah. July 4th, 1826. <clears throat> like God intended. Isn't that crazy? I don't think um, any but yeah, this is, you're right. Well, yeah, but yeah. So that was that. Let's go back to the fucking the USC game here. Thank you. That that was a good guess. That though. was a great guess. Yeah, that Larry was. got it. I don't know if it was if she was truly an. Eight. We'll go back to it a little bit too. But I love how she's the real estate agent. And like yes. she's coming to clean that mansion, like yes. you're not going to hire a crew. I'm not sure. Well, yeah, that's how it works. You just get a broom. You go out, in you with a broom and a shop vac, and that's it. And he, he, he looks and the entire like house is clean in an this afternoon. Is an environment that can intimidate. Stop pointing that way. It's fucking third down. And he just looks. As I mean, in a sense, I get what like they need to stop celebrating after every play. Yeah. Yes. Like, come on. Uh, it's also, second and three. Yeah, I know. You didn't stop him. Tackle for loss and a sack, a touchdown. You celebrate, of course. First down play, celebrate. Make a play. But even then, like, it went from second and three to third and two. You actually didn't succeed. Well, exactly. You know, so, <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's no, not, stop pointing your hand that way. You know. Just because you didn't give up the first down now. I know. <laughs> They're trying to, I'm sort of like, you got to play with some passion on, on the defense. He'll get the ball and they got it. He got it. Two plus a couple They're, they're uh, beating them on the line That's of scrimmage. To stop. That's an impressive. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Jonah Coleman Look was at the scrunch in that uniform. That yeah. That shows you right, that, that represents impact. Yeah. What am I right about? They no, can't th tackle? These, these guys are, are like 300 pounds, but they're skinny. You know what they're I mean? Slender. Which is incredible. They're like 6'8 and 6'8, 210. Yeah, but they're like yeah, 300. She sees these fuckers walking around campus. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like 315 pounds as like 20 year olds. You know, they're like six, seven. Final few seconds of quarter number one tick off. They'll go down to the other side of the field. So, by the way, this week in TV history, we got a Steelers Chiefs game for Monday Night Football. You want to maybe try and grab ooh, a little piece ooh, of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have what? What year? Let's look that up. 1996, brother. Wow, we're still in. Yeah, that that would have been Marty Schottenheimer. It would have been Bill Cower, and Cower was an assistant coach for Schottenheimer. The Chiefs got good in the 90s. But they had shitty quarterback they play. They had just got off Montana, right? Yeah, yeah. I think they probably had Steve Bono as their quarterback. And Ger Gerback. They were Gerback going was back after and forth. That. Yeah. Gerback and Bono threw for like almost 5,000 yards. Well, they had like, over 4,000 yards a couple of years. Is that just a testament to Schottenheimer's system, or were Gerback and... Uh, the, were they think, like decent quarterbacks? I, may, I don't know if they got to 4,000. I know they got over three. But, uh, but they... You know, the problem with them was that, you know, he was a terrible playoff football coach. Schottenheimer was painfully conservative. 
mean, they just ran the ball all the time. They put nine guys in the box. It's like, do a play-action pass. They'll score a touchdown. They, they did not. They, Marty Schottenheimer teams were not known to have big play offenses. You know, they ran the ball a lot. They beat you up physically. They were mentally a little tougher and defeat themselves a lot. They had a good secondary. They actually had a very good secondary, and they could block a lot of kicks. Albert Lewis. You remember Albert Lewis, that name at all? No, that sounds like someone that like I went to school with. No, Albert Lewis blocked like twelve kicks when he when he played for the Chiefs. He was a secondary guy. They also had Darren Cherry and Lloyd Burris. That, Darren they, Cherry. Yeah, yeah. They had a good secondary. You know, it was definitely a how should I say athletic. The secondary was a they they had a lot of good athletes back there. They did, and then they got good like in the late eighties with Okoye, but he couldn't win big games. Those Okoye played for like three and a half years. Played for six. Played for like six. Him being a Nigerian player was like the you know, the wall was coming down. You know what I mean? Like holy shit! Were there like, people pumped about it, or was it kind of like a? Oh no, I, I thought it was it was a, it was a shot in the arm. I, I liked the story. I was into it. I was twenty. Did you see years any old. racist being like, ugh? Uh, no, no, I don't. Well, I was in a college town. It, it was just like, oh, this yeah. guy's in a, this guy's two hundred and sixty pounds and runs like a four six forty four five forty. So I can't find He's the gigantic. full game. We got a little two minute highlight pack here. Once yeah. played and coached under Marty Schottenhauer. First quarter, Steve was driving. Stu my- Scott, rest in peace. The, is, is that fucking uh, Tom Zack? Tom Zack, buddy, or wow. uh, or, uh, or O'Donnell? It's I think it's Tom Zack because he was eighteen. I think. Tomzak looks to the end John, for John because this is the year they went to the Super Bowl. The Steelers, I don't yeah, think so. or no, after they were coming off the bowl. The Packers go to the Super Bowl oh, this so year. This was '97. Yeah, this is '96. Oh, '96, exactly. But '96, '97 is when the Packers play the Patriots. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Nails Chris Penn. What did I say? Rod Woodson nails Penn as well, but Woodson takes the brunt. On the replay, you see Penn's oh. left knee jacks Woodson in the helmet. Woodson the was a great player. NFL anniversary team. Look, he still looks like he's living in 1987. Look at that fro. Yeah. Like a young Stevie Wonder out there. Yeah, yeah. No, he, he was a great. Like, he was After like Dion. Over Jerome Bettis slam dances for yeah, the here we go. Just, they had just acquired him from the Rams. Wow. Yards, but Dale you know how he broke his career off? So in St. Louis, he wasn't successful because yeah. he had asthma. And oh. he didn't have it. He got an inhaler when he was in Pittsburgh, and it oh. like changed his career. Wow. Lamb dances on the ball, recovers the fumble. Yeah, Carter's I think that's Derek. Uh, recovery this year. That's, Steelers yeah, that's Carter. He, he was a Dale Carter was a good uh, secondary Marcus guy. Marcus Allen. Yeah, that Allen. He like knew how to score. It was so bizarre. Like he had this incredible ability to score points. It's hard to score. Money. To Charles this game is this ends up being a blowout of seventeen to seven. Thirty-two yards, high-scoring game. No, no, no. Even back then, that's yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. That was, that was I mean, it's. I would say that's a blowout, but it's not like like you, they won handily. Look at these highlights. Oh, Woods meet Fred McAfee. Oh, seven six Chiefs at the break. Third quarter, same seven six. Louis Aguiar punch from his own eighteen. Aguiar had never had a punt return for a touchdown on him until. That's the thing about this era of ball is like it. It was probably seven six, and then they got seventeen to seven in garbage time or something no, like well, that. Well, they, this is a big play. Andre Hastings with the ball. Aguiar Hastings. Says, Not again. Wow. Bulldogs Hastings. How's that for a kick? That would Steelers completely be a penalty now. Yeah. Goal, but Derek Thomas says 
Oh, Derek wow. Thomas. Rest in peace again. Yeah. Got a multiple dead motherfuckers on this highlight yeah, absolutely. package. Still third quarter. Still a he, him dying was a comp like I remember that flooring me. Yeah. Did he, he just like bleed to death, death randomly? Well, well, no. What happened was he he was taking a car to go watch the uh, remember that Buccaneer Rams NFC Championship game that was eleven to six. Yes. Ricky Prohl caught a touchdown pass. Yeah. It's a total battle like defense versus offense. Well, he was driving to that game and it was freezing rain. He lived in Kansas City. Went to St. Louis, driving across I seventy, and he flipped his car with a buddy. And he died. And he and he still held on for like. A week, but he was like really fucked up, and he died. That's how he died. Tom Zach back to pass. I think that's just how he died. I think he flipped his car. He's like one of those players that, if he got a full career, would have been like an all-time. No, great. no, he had a pretty good career. Was he, he was a, still, no, he I know, like but like years. it's kind. Oh, was it that long? Oh yeah, he played. For he like was a veteran then. Eighty-nine to oh one. You know, he played. I think. I think because he was a fantastic college player, wasn't he? Oh yeah, and, and, and he was a, he was an excellent. Uh, I mean, him and Neil Smith, they had a good D line, but they would fucking the AFC stunk back then, and they would choke in big games. They'd be the number one. They were the number one seed three times in the '90s and lost every time at home. The pillow, you know. Charles Johnson. I didn't again. realize that because Chiefs fans are so hype about having Mahomes and yeah. how they're the powerhouse. They are. I didn't know the Chiefs were like that close all the time. Well, they were good in the '90s, but they. Be, be, they were never going to win at all because but they have the AFL history. Oh yeah, oh no, they were great in the AFL. They, they were one of the best teams of the AFL, without a doubt. Without like a I doubt. read that the AFL Chiefs were a lot similar to this current of like oh, the, high-powered well, offense. Uh, yeah, for the time that was deemed like holy shit. I mean, Len Dawson was throwing it around when they beat the Vikings. He threw it smoking sixteen times, smoking butts in the locker room, Absolutely. dude, drinking you know, tall boys. Forty-five yards. But what it was is they recruited black colleges. They just got these amazing athletes. You know, and, and they were just a very, Willie Lanier. How look at that. Willie Lanier being a starting middle linebacker as a black guy. That was like a color barrier because you called the defense. Yeah. You know, Bettis like, was another guy that made me uh, think I could play pro football because he was a little fat. Yeah. First time in Bettis' career, he's fumbled twice in a game. Greg Lloyd trying to fire up the deep. Greg Lloyd. finds Penn. Penn trying to fight for the first down. Great effort, but he gets rocked. Oh, Carnell Lake recovers. Carnell Lake. I remember him. Pittsburgh's 20 he went to UCLA. Game. A buck 15 remaining. Icing on the proverbial cake. Norm Johnson, 43-yard kick to ice it. Steelers take it 17-7. to Phil Collins wow. now 9-1 yeah. on you. Monday night. So for the Chiefs, it's They, they basically dominated. That, that's very much Pittsburgh's 4-1, Casey 4-2. Two, yeah. So Casey wasn't was great in 96. 96 was like, who lost? Oh, the Broncos were good, but they, they lost the, uh, to Jacksonville. That was like the Broncos ha hadn't gotten over the hump yet. Oh, yeah. And, and they were the best team in, uh, in the Yeah, AFC. they got in the divisional round, too. Yeah. And then so the Patriots and Jaguars played. Yep. And then the Panthers played the Packers, and there was yep. a chance that both expansion teams could have played each other in the, the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. I remember at two. the time wanting that to happen so bad. Oh, yeah. No, that, that would have been a, a pretty good. I mean, the NFL got it right. They learned the lesson from the Buccaneers. That was when I think, too, that was when the NFL was still fighting parody. Where like the NFL was probably like, we don't want to unknown well, teams. Oh, no, no. I, I actually think it was uh, they've always been uh, organized socialism, you know, with with them, you know, uh, with a television contract and dividing well, yeah. it up. Baseball's capitalism. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so you, they you keep what you make, essentially. Right. Yeah. There's a little bit of revenue sharing. Uh, yeah, I think they share the like television football. revenue and like personal like merchandise. Yeah, well, that's the reason why the Oakland days <clears throat> can't compete. They just they can't they can't they don't have enough money. So I know someone from that area. I work yeah. with him. He straight up says that, and I feel like this is just a representation of how far they came post like '05. He was essentially saying that like 
North of Oakland, they're Dodger fans. North of Oakland, they're Giants fans. And then like east of Oakland, it's G- Dodger fans. That he's said like there's more Dodger fans in Oakland than A's fans yeah, now. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, I mean it's they've just you know they ran the franchise in the ground. They want to try to get him to Vegas, and they'll probably succeed doing it. And, oh, here we go. Look at this little razzle dazzle. I like this. He's open. Wow. He, ca- he caught that. He what caught that. Wow. Wow, that was a good play. The defense with a huge play That's a pass. big play, man. That's yeah, some balling right there. I like it. Of Teteroa, McMillan. Wow. His mic sounds like he's fucking talking through the radio. Yeah, let's... <laughs> yeah, I, I want to hear that. I want to see this. Look at this. So the, they're, they're at about there. Okay, he's throwing from the 35. And he threw it down to the 20. Wow. That's a uh, that's a forty five yard throw. You know, I don't care if he's double covered. I'm gonna throw it up. He's gonna make a play. Throws it in that nice direction. Stop. I mean, they're gonna get a field goal. You're gonna be down thirteen to nothing. Yeah, yeah, they got to score. Throw in the end zone after that play, man. There were people washing. There were some Washington State fans that came to my dispensary. Oh yeah, and they were all suited and booted for the game, and they got their asses fucking toasted by they, UCLA. They, they beat the uh, they beat Bucky in the second week of the season. They were buying weed, and they were like, "Actually, UCLA should be ranked." Yeah. Why? Because they beat your dog shit team. Yeah, they're actually okay, but but Bucky came back in the second half. They were off. It was on the road, uh, and it was second game. Uh, they got a couple guys in their team. How should I say this, Keith? They're athletes. <laughs> There's some athletes who play DJ for Washington Williams State. in the backfield. They fake it to him. The throw, and it's Oh, my God. Touchdown! Uh, they're opening up a little can of ass whip right now, I think. They can come back still, but... Uh, <clears throat> to be honest with you, though, real, real, USC's not a, na- a national title team. Like, even if yeah. they run the table. So, like... They're not going to go undefeated. Yeah. It's just they shouldn't lose to Arizona. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, lose to UCLA. Oregon, yeah, Utah. Yeah. yeah, one of the big teams. Great so, yeah, what, what, um, oh, yeah. McLaughlin just we can look well, so TV history. We look by TV. Yeah, let's go some TV history here. Look at that. That's an 11 play 90. So, we're still yard on. Drive. We're on today. It's October 7th, Monday, 1996. You want to watch an wow. episode? You want to check out Dangerous Minds? Sure. Look at that. that. That that kid is apoplectic. Now, here's how much money they were throwing around. The Clueless TV show in this, they got Coolio for the show. They got the song. Like, they wanted Brian Grazer produced it, I wow. think. Wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're trying to capitalize on something. Monty worked with Tone Loke and Coolio on a uh, an episode of uh, Early Edition. Remember that show on CBS on yeah. Saturday nights where the, where the newspaper the came early? Kyle Chandler. Yeah, they filmed a bunch of that. I knew a bunch of actors in Second City who got work on that. Martin Garcia. They get some extra work, you know, and, and, and Monty got some work on that, you know, he, he was che- he was checking uh, IDs at uh, Metro, <laughs> you know, but yeah, no, that, that was uh, watching that show. What? Yeah. Well, they just, gotta, oh, wow. you know, just they got to just they can get one drive going and they'll get their confidence back. But they with their defense, man, they're getting smoked this game. This is a good test, you know? So how, how do you respond to this? If, you, if you're that good of a player, you should be able to respond. You still might lose, but you got to respond. Kickoff for a touchback. So Caleb Williams and the USC offense, they got to get it going now. They do, but if you look at the they do. Caleb Williams right now, he's all business. He's not flinching. He's been here before. It's like yeah. I said earlier in the broadcast, 
you might pin him down for a little bit, but Caleb's eventually going to get it going. Yeah, I got to think that you know he's going to have a big play. He's just got to get like a 20, 25 I mean, they got to get it going. I got money on this game. Yeah. Yeah. What were they favored by? I bet you they're favored by like 17. Their offense has hardly been on the field. Yeah, they got to get a draft going. Get a, get a, uh, a drive. Oh! And he's pressured. He's going down. A sack for Arizona. Wow. To throw. That 90 guy was actually pretty big. play by weak side linebacker Jacob Manu. Coming with the pressure. Beats the offensive guard. Won't give up. So I do have some stuff rush. pulled up from this week, though. I got a Price is Right episode. Oh, I got some Bill Clinton campaign stuff oh, yeah, here. Oh, yeah, I see that. Crime bill signing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, 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 that is a low point of the Clinton presidency. There are times that I've sung his praises. I think there's good things about Bill Clinton. Uh, the crime bill is uh, certainly one of the worst things he did. There's no doubt about that. Oh, this is beautiful. <laughs> Fox News launched today in 1996. Let's put this sure. on. Just got to get go. it in my history here. Man, that's embarrassing for USC. Oh, yeah, they're getting jumped. They're getting fucking rolled. They're getting rolled so bad we have to watch classic fucking Fox News. To well, this is part of the theme cleanse of the show. Our palate. You know, this is our uh, Well, yeah, we make TV fun history. of Gutfeld now. So let's see what the roots are. Like, I would like to see if they were always as, because I know they eventually just became a mouthpiece for the conservative party, but I, I would like to know, because as a kid, when I would see it, I just thought it was like boring news all the time. Yeah. No, the, they, they were always a mouthpiece of the right. You know, there's no doubt about it. This was more when it was still infotainment, like hard copy. And like, was it not? Is it was it its own channel or would they just like take over certain affiliates after a certain amount of time? No, no, I mean no. The, the, they were the, there was a national it was national news. You know, it was it was like NBC or CBS or ABC. Fox was still a newish network at this point, and they they really the right wing boy that they, they they are fundamental to the rise in this country. Fundamental. Cryer, Bill, Bill O'Reilly, Judith Reagan, probably a relative of it's the fair and balanced. That's what it is. It's fair and balanced. They got that. Good morning. Welcome to Fox News Channel. This is Fox News Now. All the news you need in 15 minutes. Good morning, everyone. I'm Allison Costarini. And I'm Louis Aguirre. Topping our news this morning, the race for the White House moves into its last month with a Democratic president and his Republican opponent finally meeting face to face. Oh, this was probably a free preview because at the bottom they're talking about like cable packages at no additional charge wow well that all depends on who you Let's ask. see i'll read the scroll fox. fox news has been added to the total choice package at no additional cost wow. at no so that's probably them saying like this is a free channel years yep. ago <laughs> that's right you think bob's what, 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 ever what was his pussy? line what was his zinger what was his zinger what was his zinger i want to hear what his zinger was Depends on who you ask. Fox News correspondent Mike Schneider reports on the debate. We are better off than we were four years ago. Let's keep it going. 
No, he's better off than he was four years ago. <laughs> Suck it to me. Well, That's it, what he wanted that to be. Is he like... And I may be better off four years from now. They sparred for 90 minutes. He may be better off, but let's check who's under that fucking... Uh, they, I mean, they portrayed Clinton. I think I told you, I watched, there was a poll in the late 90s that, that, that the New York Post did. New York Post is a right-wing rag. They had, there were people, the watchers. by yeah, uh, Murdoch. Murdoch, yeah. Yeah, and they had people who, who, who read, you know, that they had a poll. Wor All-time worst politicians in the history of the world. Number one was Hitler, of course. Number two was Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton was it's ahead of like... It's crazy that Hitler still gets the respect to be called a politician. <laughs> outside of just being a mass fucking murderer. Well, wait, wait, I mean, I think... And they said that Clinton was... The, that he was worse than, like, than Stalin. I mean, you know Charles I mean? Manson like, was... A, on. Manson was a senator then. No, well, that, no, that fucking, was not You the know case. what I mean. I know, but, 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 but the point is, is that... And then Hillary Clinton was deemed the sixth worst of all time. In 1999. Like really? They, they went after them. The thing they didn't like about Clinton... And this is what I think his strength was, is that he actually showed... You mean they, they like the right? Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Why well, they hated him so much. Even though he was conservative. The post. Uh, it was just that he showed that government could actually kind of work. Like, it, it could actually kind of function. Well, and he balanced you know? the budget so there balanced wasn't... The budget, they yeah. couldn't really complain about him. That's why they focused on his dick. Well, yeah, Because exactly. he was killing it as a president. Uh, he, all the po a, lot, a lot of the policies, not all of it, I was just saying before the crime bill didn't like... Didn't they invade Kosovo during this time? Wasn't yes. there a little bit of... There was a bit of an invasion in the, like, 97, 98 Well, what era. they did is that they basically won the war purely through air power. Like, the, the United States, NATO, and the United States also part of it. Was basically able to do his, he strip bombed certain, uh, you know, uh, certain areas of that, that part of the world. They're basically the Air Force. Like Wesley Clark, Wesley Clark was like the general who ha handled that war. And he tried to parlay that into a political career, you know. I'm going to change up. But yeah, so. I, uh, he had some, uh, I, there, I think there were some real successes, but they didn't like the fact that they balanced the budget four years in a row. I mean, think about that. You know, I mean, they were able to do that and like, oh, we can pay off the debt now and government can actually function. You see, they don't want government to even function. He, 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 well, he because a non-functioning government is kind of the Republicans model. Platform. Yeah, absolutely. So when they win office, they have to make sure it never functions. Yeah, exactly. So and, and he showed which that the skill is taking over a non-functioning government and still convincing that it's the Democrats' fault. Yeah, that, like, yeah, that yeah. to me is impressive yeah, about absolutely. how, like, the Republicans can have majorities and be like, but it's their fault. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, no, they, I mean, they're going to blame them for, I mean, uh, yeah. They're, oh, I mean. For anything. During this run of presidents, like, during this election, it's going to be as if they're going to blame Biden for COVID. Everything that happened during Trump's presidency, yeah. basically yeah. the last 10 years is going to be on the Democratic Party. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Everything that's bad. Yeah, they're going to Even though it's not true, they don't give a shit. So uh, the big thing they're going to push, they're going to push the Ukrainian war. They think they have, they have a Stop scaring the seniors, Mr. President. You've already spent $45 million scaring seniors. He wants to take your Medicare and take it to the titty bar. He told me backstage. Mr. Gingrich cut Medicare $270 billion, more than was necessary to repair the Medicare trust. Gingrich and Clinton, I remember, were battling at this oh, time. Oh, absolutely. They were enemies. And Clinton totally outflanked him. Yeah. That's where I actually respected no him. Comment. Like As a Democrat, like he totally just... You know, Gingrich had national designs. He wanted to be the president, I think. I mean, you know, he was a Speaker of the House. Most of the night, Clinton defended his record and tried to raise doubts about the Republican agenda. It took Dole an hour to use the liberal word when talking about the Clinton record, but he hammered away with it for the last half hour. Yeah. Who was more effective? 
Well, watch what happens when they meet again in San Diego later this month. Winner will probably sound pretty much the same. I think Clinton just kind of knew how to handle things. Clinton knew how to handle things, you know. I think he was a very good politician. They hated him. And they thought he was corrupt. I'm sure he was corrupt. Most politicians are corrupt. But nothing like what we're experiencing let's now. Let's see. Let's get a, let's get a, let's do a like search. what we're experiencing right now. So, yeah, no, this, yeah, that the, the election was going on. There was no doubt that Clinton was going to win, right? Didn't you say you knew Clinton was going to win, right? Like, oh, yeah. You, you were 10 years old. Right? It was, yeah, it was the elect. Like, I remember being like, what, like, this is bull. Like, why are we even. Can you put that? There was an ESPN one they had for week six of 96. <laughs> that <laughs> no, was what it, we just it, watched. Yeah, it's right there, exactly. No, yeah, but no, it wasn't just uh, the, the chief game. It was the. Uh, oh, it's okay, man. Oh, well, hang on, hang it's on, on. hang on. Let's see what they, because I think they had, it, it's up there in the, oh. I have to spell, I can't, I have to go back to no, the. No, it was already up there. Yeah, but there. it was up there because of how I spelled it. Oh, it, like, okay. changes the video as you change the letters. Damn. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it, but I, I just want to see what, I'm guessing the Vikings had just lost. Uh, Which to, one? To, to the Giants. This? Yes. This is 95. We're oh, not in 1995. Oh, not, okay. We're in 95. Do you want to watch this? Let's just, yeah, we're, let's go 96. We, okay. we got we to be on brand. We got to be on brand. got to be on brand. You know, we have to. I've been trying to find that fucking 1995 Bears-Panther game for so long. <laughs> that game is like the first, it's the first Bears game I watched by myself. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's amazing. Ooh, yeah. I found highlights. Of I it. love going back and watching games from my childhood. Because it's the look of the game. It's so, the fields, the, the plays they ran, it was so, I mean, Fran Tarkin was at the end of his career in 78, man. He had a pop gun for an arm. He got intercepted 32 times that year. He threw 32 picks. He had 25 touchdowns, but he threw 32 picks. They threw the ball constantly. I Here, we'll get into this one. This is a little farther oh, down. Yeah. This is October 20th, 96. I, I'm going to guess they beat this the Raiders. This might beat the playoffs. Playoffs? Yeah. NFL prime time. Can this number eight come back strong against the Bengals? The Colts can't seem to stop Captain Comeback from landing on his back. Is it payback time for Irving Pryor? Ooh, he was ancient. Yeah. Richard Dent was still playing, I yeah. think, in 96. Uh, that might have been his last year, 96 or 97, I want to say. 96 is when the Eagles changed from Kelly Green. Yeah. Yeah. There was, God, yeah, they still had the shitty stadiums. Oh, yeah, the fucking cookie cutters. Yeah, yeah, and the dual purpose. The Broncos unleashed their top ranked round attack against the Ravens. Yeah. Will lead you into battle with our backs. Fucking Art Rooney keeling over. Holy shit. Look, 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 is that Colin Powell? It's Colin Powell, actually. It's Colin Powell. Art, the Rooney name in Pittsburgh was like a respected name. I mean, they're you know, still around. Yeah, they were, and it's no shock that the Steelers, the Bears, the Cardinals, and the Giants are like really terrible right now. All four legacy owners that are yeah. just not connected to reality. Yeah, yeah. Look at that set. I know. Look how bright it was. Eight in rolling the dice is boxcars and all these late game dicey situations. That whole look, look of the pole, like the, like a kind of gray. It looks like a pair. There, it looked the, the set looks like a pair of Zumba pants. Yeah, exactly. On the late games around the NFL, and there are those wires. Oh, look at this. Yeah, the Ravens. This was their inaugural season. We watched that first game a couple weeks. 
weeks ago. It, did, did they play the Colts? Or no, no, who did they play? The Raiders. Uh, the Raiders. Who the Raiders in the yeah. They're still playing in that in, in, in Memorial Stadium. Yeah. They were play, it, that's incredible. Where I saw games in the 70s. That's my favorite part of an expansion team is or when they move is when they have to play in like that shitty when stadium for like two like years. Like when the Chargers yeah. had to play in the LA Galaxy Absolutely. Stadium. I was like, this fucking rules. I should have gone. They played the Vikings in a, in a game. Vikings beat them, but I didn't want to go. The Jets were god awful. Yeah. This year. This was the one in 15 year, right? I, I think this is the year before they got uh, Parcells. Parcells, I think. Yeah, because Parcells coached New England. Yeah. So they went to Super Bowl. Yeah. Touchdown run just about a, a minute ago. Niners lead it 28 to 21, one minute God, to go over Berman the game. Berman is such Cincinnati an old fart now, St. Louis and Jacksonville have been much to cheer about for the St. Louis Rams. The Lambs, the Lambs were terrible, man. The I think Rich Brooks was their coach. And, uh, it was before Vermeil. And Tony Banks was their quarterback, right? Tony Banks was Vermeil their coach? Chandler, yeah, 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 absolutely. Sorry. And we understand the Oilers. The Oilers were still the Oilers. Yeah, they were the Tennessee Oilers, though. They were the Tennessee Oilers for like uh, until 98, like three years later, yeah. two years later. Because I mean, when they played the uh, the uh, the Vikings in 98, the you want to know something that ages me? Even though I started watching football in 95, this is how you can show I only watched Bear games. Yeah. I don't remember the Houston Oilers. Yeah. Like, I yeah. only remember them as the Tennessee Oilers slash yeah. Titans. Yeah, and I remember it was Houston. Coming up Absolutely. A little bit later on. They were great in the late 70s. I mean, they weren't great, but they were very competitive. Moon, team. they had Moon. No, in the late 70s, they had Dan Pastry and Earl Campbell. No, but I'm saying they had one. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, they, they had Moon like in the 90, early 90s and stuff. And I mean, then they had McNair for like a season, right? McNair yeah, was, a, yeah, yeah, was an was a, oiler. He was an oiler, absolutely. That it's time to rev up the band that plays Hail he was the good. He was a good player. Is it, is the what? We're going for a he was tough. Of the G-Men. McNair was a tough earlier guy. This year, somewhere in the swamps what of they Jersey. said about like, McNair, one of the stories about when he played at Alcorn State, like he didn't do any weight training. They're like, listen, you got to train on weights, all right? Come on. You, know, you got to weight train. He just said, I don't really need it. And he said, okay, well, then, then bench 225. Bench it right now. Bench it right now. And he had to do it for the co in front of the coach. He ripped off ten, and like the tenth one was like totally faster than than the, than the previous nine. Like he was just naturally an incredibly strong human being. You know, he was like country strong. Like you know, working with like bales of hay and shit. You know, <laughs> I always feel like working with bales of hay when I was a kid. Like bales of hay, the small ones, they were heavy. My brother struggled picking it up as a 14 or 15 Oh, dude, year my old. dad had a, one of his summer jobs was like flinging hay. And he said, it's like, oh, it's work. It, he, he credits that as like, this is what made me strong. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's like rolling those hay bales and they would sneak off and smoke Siggy poos. Yeah. And then your, your forearms get cut up. Hay is a very sort of coarse, you know, whatever, a, a grass, I guess. So yeah, your arms get cut up. I mean, a, a, like a hay bale, like, a, like the, the roof of a, of a barn. When it's all filled with hay, it's all stuffy, and I don't know. It, it just I did not like that work, but that but that that's what McNair did. He, did, he worked with hay a lot, I guess. <laughs> that's not true, but 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 he was country strong. They said McNair country strong. So oh yeah, who it was Jack Kemp versus Al Gore. It was truly all white men in 1996. Oh yeah, you know. I mean, yeah, Obama's presidency just freaked them out. But at, at, at the end of the day, Obama kind of, you know, he, he was, was mediocre. He, he was dealt a shit, a shit show. When he came into office, dude, let's be honest, he had the worst situation. Check out a little Fresno news you know, from October like, 10th, 1996. How can you fuck things up that bad? He's got a two-front war and the Look economy is dying. The, I mean, when Obama came in, it was a shit show. The country was, oh, yeah. was a shit show. 
So he deserves credit just for stabilizing it. You know, and I think, I think uh, Biden is a bit of that. You know, it's like, it, it, the Trump presidency was a shit show. You know, it cannot come back. He cannot be president again. He's got a chance, though. In all these polls, he's, he's doing well. You know, you can tell how conservative California is. This is Fresno. Look at all these fucking mullets. Oh, yeah. And I think something should be done. I think 211 should be there to protect anybody who's defrauded like my mother was. Yes, on 211. But from now on, I came over. I'm from Godfather, too. To back it up. Because they're going to be putting because they're going to be God. putting money away. This for country their future, or this and state they're going to be in jeopardy. Here's the problem with the proposition system, Keith, is you know, it takes power away from the legislative branch. And there's been like 75% of the money that the, that the legislative branch has, it's already accounted for you know, because all these, all these uh, uh, propositions have passed. And so the legislative branch is sort of weakened in California as a result. You know. There we go. Ooh, that Dodge Ram is like burnt into my head. Oh, yeah. This new Dodge Ram truck. See what else we got here. Newlywed game. Ooh, that looked. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Should we put TBN? Praise the Lord. Let's watch a little Christian TV. This is the light you'll see. And around the world, it's time to praise the Lord. Oh, that sounds like a Simpsons bit. I know. I mean, the show was still going at this time. The religion facade was alive oh, and well. Oh, absolutely. Like, no one had cracked. Yeah. Like, there wasn't the casual atheism like there is now. Oh, I know. I know. Absolutely. Like, this was the back when, like, guilty, my parents are Christian, Yeah. so I'm a Christian. <laughs> I must believe this. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, when I moved from D.C. to Wisconsin in 1982, the religion thing was really apparent. Like, oh my God, everyone's really religious here. That blew me away. Is as a this 13 James Swaggart himself? I don't know. It could be. God. It's happy-go-lucky. You're a part of the world's largest fur and praise gathering. Join us from the International Production the Center. The South Irving, loves Texas a gaudy. They love a gaudy. Creation Evidences Museum, Dr. Carl Baum. Founder and president of Campus Crusade for Christ International, Dr. Bill Bright. Founder and pastor of... Spirit. Colin Powell. Pastor Robert Delgado. This is the third appearance of Colin Powell Look on TV. Look at this History. weird light. Did they have a mock White House for real? Oh, I, I think absolutely. I think that was a... This is still trying to exert power, this you realize. This is a hell of an intro. Yeah, look at this. <laughs> this is so Dude, Texas. this is the kind of shit you need to jack you up at 6.58 in the morning <laughs> on a Saturday. It's very Texas to me. It's gaudy. It's loud. You know? Isn't it? Oh, yeah. They got that pride in Texas, you know? <laughs> now your host, founder and president. Look at these. Look at that emblem. Look at that seal, that crest. That's very Knights of Columbus. Look at that. What Look at you... that crowd. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. They weren't paper in rooms. That was like a legit whoever showed yeah, up is yeah. feeling the fucking energy. Texas, uh, the great international production. The Highway 83 at Beltline South. That's literally like yeah, yeah. Just highway direction. Yeah, absolutely. 
the moment and some of our very we're off on exit two yeah i, I, I don't know about the zoning laws in texas they're probably right next to like uh thinks of the revolutionary somewhere you know uh jan and her little so we're gonna do a little lariat work before we get into the word right here now on the glory of christmas or actually look at that hair look at the stash oh yeah that hair is not attached to the scalp Month yeah october will premiere another great Christmas season at Trenton. Before we get started, we're going to have Jim Neighbors come on and <laughs> sing a little song for us. We know he's a good guy. Auditorium who was, there's a famous televangelist who, who was, that, that had definite gay, um, like gay impulses. You know, he was, he, he was gay. That he, who was, who was the tell? Larry not, Craig? Not, 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 not Ted, Ted Haggard. He was the No, it was the one advisor. that Kevin Spacey, wasn't it the pool boy? God, who the fuck Tammy was Baker, it? Jim Baker, right? Yeah, oh, exactly. I, I guess Jim. Well, Jim Baker, you know, cheated on Tammy Faye Baker. Yeah. With Jess well, Bond. I mean, she looked like a melted he, Barbie doll. Yeah. You know, so. and, and he liked, you know, he obviously liked younger women. But I think there were people in that ministry at the top of it that, oh, you know, you know, it was very much was uh, Jim Jones. Jim yeah. Jones struggled with his sexuality, and I guess he fucked a lot of guys. Like if they would get out of line, he'd fuck dudes in the uh, in the church. Look, okay, it's, it's Wait, a, isn't that like a, a weird dark secret that you're lording over people? That it's looks so like bizarre. Patrick Duffy with the <laughs> fucking old Instagram filter over Stick his with face. Me for just a little bit. In fact, would you? He, help he's Dr. a Bill proud Ryan Texas Christian. You know he is. Who Vern Jackson? You bet your ass. That's you. Vern Jackson. He's playing music tonight. <laughs> this looks like Nazi propaganda with the fucking seats, <laughs> uh, like the setting. <laughs> I know. It's like 1934 Luftwaffe. <laughs> Virtual reality. The revolutionary. You just got to see him. Bill Bright. That's not a real name. Critique. Well, I think uh, anyone I who sees it will be just. Uh, I'm on uh, some antidepressants right now. <laughs> Special, of course. You know, I nip on the Jesus bottle. As you know, I've been drinking the warm cider. <laughs> this would always. This was the era too, like a little before this time. Of like the televangelist who was defrocked, like Jimmy Swagger. Jimmy Swagger was one definitely guy you know. Who oh got, yeah. Then he got busted like seven years later with a prostitute doing the same thing. Also, this was still kind of when your choices were limited, so these infomercials were, like, watched. Oh, Even yeah. Even if you were hating on them, like, I remember I used to have to power through this bullshit. Yeah, waiting to get, like, yeah. To get to Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. You have to watch oh, fucking... At, like, 6.30 in the morning? Yeah, I'd be, yeah, I'd get up early. I'd be all pumped. I'd be like, oh, yeah. it's 5 in the morning. Let me get breakfast ready. And I'd be like, fuck, I gotta watch fucking God, The Lord that. Hour I for 45 minutes. I remember as a kid. And now it's like, get, I want to sleep in till forever. <laughs> oh, remember when <laughs> you like, get up, make oh. yourself some fucking Cocoa Puffs? Yeah, Pop-Tarts. Pop I make some Pop-Tarts. Hell yeah. Sit tummy down on the floor with your feet yeah, up. Absolutely. And just log the machine. three or four hours. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I was big into... Till noon. Do you know what TV I was into? till noon. <laughs> you know what I was into? Absolutely. I was really into like that Japanese, like a like a Ultraman. And, uh, and Johnny and Quest. Johnny Sacco and the Flying Robot. Was a Japanese produced show too of a flying was robot. Gundam on at that point? Oh, I don't remember that. I don't remember that. But I was uh, those were the kid shows that I liked a lot, like That's in the seventies. Yeah, uh, but not a lot of good cartoons. I, I like the, the Justice Christ League. Needs to know about. I watched tonight, that, but uh, the really that. rotten's. I used to watch Wile E. Coyote and stuff like that. I remember, I remember watching that. You know, cartoons. Oh, here we go. Some old Conan. He was terrible early on. Folks, as some of you may know, there was a fire at Rockefeller Center today that damaged many TV studios, including our very own. Now, we could try. And I think I remember when that happened. But then we wouldn't. Because, be like, some old film burned. Usually high standards of broadcasting excellence. So instead, folks, please enjoy this rerun. <laughs> 
What? It's a gag. We don't get paid unless we do a show? All right, well, let's just... Was he still... Had Conan took off yet, or was he still struggling? The first two or three years... Because I liked Conan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He, he was like the David Letterman for millennials. David Letterman, for me, like in the 80s, was like the alt guy who was cool. You know, he, he was he was the contrast Do you remember Carson. the Letterman morning show? Absolutely. I watched a little bit of that. But I, but Letterman was great. I remember watching that high in college sometimes and just loving it, you know? And, and I feel like Conan kind of caught him that. It took him, like, honestly, it took him about three or four years, I think, to kind of catch on. Now, here's your He's doing it outside. Look at they're both so young and not fat. Yeah. You know that for we thought Andy Richter was fat back then. Look at Max Weinberg probably yeah. really regretting the job at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Does he still do is he still working the show? Uh who? Max Weinberg? No, I think he's dead. Oh wow. His son, Max Weinberg Jr., is the drummer for Slipknot. Wow. Sort of okay. our fire sale. Yeah, at wow. Rockefeller Center, there was a fire today. A lot of TV uh, studios yeah, were shut young. down. Uh -huh. They're like we early 30s here. I think sometime around you know? 3 o'clock this afternoon, we got to do our show somewhere else. Thank I give Conan credit. And, uh, so you know, he definitely became relevant in, in the world of comedy. You know, he definitely became like a relevant Oh, yeah. Because I remember early on, people my age were like, this guy sucks. Because we were, we were letting I almost people. think it was like one of those, like how we were talking about with Justin Fields, where NBC was like, we're going to fire you, so, like, just, just do yeah, what you want to yeah, do. Yeah, do your thing. And, and I, I know that he, he had a hard time finding his legs. Here. I get a hard, and I didn't quite get his sensibilities, because he started in 93. And then Triumph dude. came, like, a lot of his characters yes. hit. Like, Smigel yeah. was writing, Louis C.K. was one of their writers, yeah, I, I Mike know. Binder. Who was the guy from uh, Chicago that it, it was crazy? God, who, what was that guy who wrote? He played Jesus a few times in sketches. Uh, God, what the hell was his name? He was friends with Matt Dwyer. He wrote for four or five years stem from Chicago. What the hell was his name again? Did I'll he kind of talk like this, like a caveman kind no, of? No, no, no. He came from uh, Kevin Dorf. Dorf was his name. Was Dorfman? Kevin, uh, Kevin Dorf was his name. Okay. Kevin Dorf. And, and he was uh, he, he was on job. main they stage really in Second City in the late 90s. Still, so yeah, they, they, they had voices, <clears throat> you know, from like Chicago in there the too. Fire because there was no monologue at the top of the show, and people in America want their topical jokes, don't right. they? They sure did. And, All right. And the, the monologue writers could think of nothing but right. The fire. We, we got some fire jokes here, and we think everyone's going to want to hear them. Andy, these are for you, for lack See, of you know. You tell me what you think of them. All right. Okay. I don't know it's about still a little. It's not as wet. They didn't find their wackiness yet. Exactly. Like I feel like they're still being regulated by the network a little bit at this well, point. And they don't. They, don't, they haven't discovered their voice. Yeah. He wasn't getting his legs. You know, he hadn't gotten them yet. You can tell. The Melvins, 1996. Oh, if you listen to the Melvins, oh, you they're were wild. You were fucking. You were like hipster and dark. I, I think if you like the Melvins, you also like the band the Cow. I saw the they're, Cows. They're a little weird. The Melvins. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Find a, a clip. I saw a band called. Well, we was watch watch this. There was a band called the Cows in the 90s that were a Minneapolis hardcore band that was very. They were very, they were, they reminded me a little bit of that. The cows, if they have any of that. I don't know if they have any. I, I saw my dragonfly here in LA, like in 96, when I used to go to shows, when I actually cared, Keith. Although I went out last night with some friends. And it was kind yeah, of and you get a little tipsy, grab a little yeah, ass. Yeah, I, I, we, 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 we went to a happy hour. We ordered a couple of pitchers of margaritas. They went down. Then we went to this uh, place called Brickyard, which is a pool hall slash darts place. 
that place is awesome. I like the billiard lot, fucking rule. You know, I, I, I was I okay. Used to I play. think this is it. Yeah, yeah. This is. They were weird. They were a weird band. They were like a. They were like definitely a punk band of like that era. Couple of guys, couple of guys, yes. and drummer. Here we go, here we go. 90s rock, yeah. Kurt Cobain is dead. Yeah, they were from like the 80s too. Their lead vocalist was a little crazy, you know? You know, it's no spin doctors, but... These guys are much cooler than that, man. <laughs> this is pretty hard. I'm kidding. Yeah, exactly. They were definitely like an old hardcore band. They were loud. Seeing them in concert, dude, it was loud. Like so loud. Where my, you my didn't know what was going on. My yeah. equilibrium was like was going off balance. You know, I mean, they had a martial stack. He you know what's gap. funny about those though is yeah. that's all for show. There's just a small amp yeah. behind it with a microphone in front of it. Yeah. <laughs> like if they if those walls were actually yeah. live. You'd short the building out. Yeah, yeah. Like it would. <laughs> Absolutely. It wouldn't have enough power to get it. And like you would strum the guitar and it would feed back immediately. Yeah. Yeah. I like them in movies when they would do that and you'd. Back to the future. And the fucking. The, it would blow someone back Absolutely. 30 feet. That was the opening scene with Michael J. Fox in Back to the Future. It's hilarious. Was there ever a point seeing that you're like, that could happen? No, no, I never thought that. But it, it was funny. It was a good build. Well, it was a totally good buildup. It was like a two and a half minute buildup to that scene happening. The cows were great. I liked them. You got a taste of their music there. Look. Chris Strauth. I'm Chris Strauth. I'm pretentious. Here's my show. Well, yeah, I mean, this was a hipster look. That animation. Oh, this so is fucking Oyster Bay, Oregon, local <laughs> television. Probably. Yeah, absolutely. You know, here in Eugene, we have a strong <laughs> scene. Exactly. Here in Portland, Maine, we have a, a thriving music scene. Madison couldn't do this. And Madison was a pretty hip like, college town. Did you guys, were there any local like bandstand type shows? Like this is like, you know how in Chicago they have JBTV where it's like after midnight, this is where you play the cool. Like, was there any like local, oh, oh. do you remember any local Madison TV where you're like, no, watch this show. I, it, this it, fucking guy's cool. It wasn't hip enough yet. It might be that way now. Video. It's got a lot more people now. Oh. Ma Madison, when I graduated, was 170,000 people. Do you know how many people live in Madison now? It's Two like three, million. It's like three hundred thousand people. Yeah. Dane County went from three hundred thousand to six hundred thousand people. You mean Ron Dane County? Yeah, it's it, it's the it's the economic engine of the state. That's what's so hilarious. It's completely the left wing. Part well, of the Milwaukee state. got a little bit of a say in it. Yeah, but Milwaukee's a, a it's fading. It's decimated. Yes. It's industrial. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It, I mean, it's stabilized, but it died. So for Madison's about got years. corporate headquarters. Oh, down absolutely. There. Yeah, yeah. I mean, banks. Well, I mean, uh, uh, Milwaukee does too. They have like Harley Davidson, um, Manpower, uh, Northwest Mutual is a pretty big company there. They they have some Fortune 500 companies, but not a lot. All like the new like patents and stuff. 
It all happens because the university, someone develops a, a new drug or something, and a new patent happens, a and a building gets built. Now, here they are. It's, it's so, the many, so many more people. Rock bands around and some of the best music you've ever heard. That he doesn't like them. I'm being forced to play yeah, these yeah. assholes. There's, 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 the lead vocalist was a goofball. I like that. Looks like he's slightly Amish, the singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he puts he puts like costumes on sometimes, and I don't know. He came out when I saw him in concert. He had a Salvador Dali mustache, and then he took a banana out from his crotch and ate it on stage. I know. Lay in here, hearing the drums, and now the guitar, singing some words. Well, what do you think, man? That shit is wild. Is, is, is that pretty good, you think? It's decent. It's decent, decent. you know? It's, like, it's definitely like, that was like, I mean, hip music of the 90s was that, you know? When I, that, when I would go to a concert, I'd go like, check that. That's when I was getting grubby. Seeing like them, you know, seeing the cows in concert. What was the know? first big like punk show, or, like where you're like, oh my god, I like a legendary punk band. Like, did you see and like, did you see the Dead Kennedys at all, or like? Yeah, I, no, I, I saw them with Who the fuckers that sing Waiting Room? Uh, or uh, Black Flag, or no? I didn't. I was I was kind of an uncool kid. I think, and even in Madison, which we could have seen shows. Your parents band. wouldn't let you like sneak out. I, I sometimes go. went and saw local punk bands. I remember like slam dancing some and getting too violent and getting punched in the face. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, I mean, so whatever. It, it was punk for me being sixteen or seventeen. You know, I was, but I was a spaz. I was not cool. So, I, but but that was my sensibility. The punk rock thing was definitely more of my sensibility. I didn't like metal. I found metal to be stupid. I've discovered the joys of metal now with Black Sabbath, of course, but uh, which is you know, everyone likes, of course. But I, I, it was I was more of a punk sensibility. But the Cows were definitely like a darker band, you know. I think they still tour, but dude, I tell you what, I, I am. Yeah, kind of, I think well, we hit we hit our yeah. we hit our thing anyway. Yeah, yeah, we hit it, man. Yeah, we fucking we hit did it. a show. <laughs> You know? You know what that means? It's time for this. This is the goodbye song. That's right. It was a good show, though. We, this we was a nice, off. this was a nice, like, example of what the show is. Yeah, I, I, I lost my train of thought a couple, oh, yeah, I see score a touchdown. Finally, yeah, when I, we're leaving. Let's, uh, I want to see what happens. Like, if is it 17-14? Oh, there we go. You 17, see, 14. right at the end of the first half, it's a huge play. They scored at the end of the first half, dude. That's a huge play. Let's watch this. All right. We're going to watch it. You're yep. not. We'll see you later. Let's go this play. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. I hate to leave you. I really must say. Oh, good night, sweetheart. Good night. Well, it's in the morning Baby, I just can't get right Well, I hate to leave you, baby I don't mean maybe Because I
announce we are off the air when we are off the air. <laughs>